you been, everybody? Good afternoon to you. Welcome in to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And today, a much-awaited, much-anticipated, and highly volatile guest appearance today by community managers... President Echo will be here. Vice President Madam Plancident Beck will be here. And we'll be talking about the current state of the game. The state of the game. I got to fix something. Okay, we're, we're, we're set. We're set. We're set. We're set. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Let's check in with the Talking Trek Service Sound. I'll find out who is here to find out what on God's green earth is happening inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Tiberius here from Server 40 says, take a deep breath. Count backwards from 10. What? You guys think it? We're not that angry today, are we? We're not that upset, are we? Cruzito, Server 13. Welcome in, JT Bob on server 156, Noon Whistle on 29, Jux on 187, Indominus Prime on server 52, Jim on the flagship server 15, Tash on 168, Raging Ginger says happy Wednesday on server 31, thank you, Iron Chef Aloha from server 14, Eddie also on 14, and Dorian Goley on server 13, thank you for being here. Channel, I- Ionel on server 139, can't read. Sandy's on server 12, Killer Apple 145, Silvis on server 24, Gradalorian on 9, Jerry Ryan on 146, Sandra on 142, Jay Bird on 32, I Beglin on the Panar server 32, Callus on 8, Captain Oblivious on 29, Admiral RS on server 40, Blue Mandalorian on server 8, Mr. Blue on server 11, Louis P on 20, Killer Ab 145, and not a happy bunny today. Bobbert on 29 and uh, Johnny 5 on server 44. We've got 153 additional messages in the Talking Trek server sound off. And Bubba Joe, 443 human bodies cramming our live studio audience here today. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Bubba Joe, welcome to the show. How are you today? Uh, I'm okay. Good, good. Glad to hear it. Uh, Putz from Server 45 is here. Welcome into the show. How is you, my man? I'm doing really good. 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 I uh, appreciate that. They're apparently, oh boy, this is this is going to be a, a rough one right here. I am, <laughs> I am receiving frantic messages right now from uh, Mr. President, Community Manager Echo, who says, wait. Is it time now? I had it at 1 p.m. my time. That would have been 4 p.m. local uh, or, or 4 p.m. Eastern time, Bubba Joe. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, okay. He says, oh, okay, I'm coming. We'll give him a couple of minutes. We'll give him a few minutes, Bubba Joe, because I do have some stupid news prepared for you today. And crazy enough, it has nothing to do with incursions because we'll have plenty of that conversation coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, appreciate you guys all being here. Ladies and gentlemen, Bubba, I know you're super excited for this segment, as you always are. Uh, let's go ahead and knock it out, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for your stupid 
news. Do you want to do you want to do it today? You want to yell stupid oh. news? Let's go. News. Oh, wrong button. Stupid news. I wasn't asking you, Bubba, although that was great. I'm going to try to clip that out if I can. I was, I was asking Oliver Oliver DJs if he could yell stupid news. Uh, major airlines are in the news. Bubba Joan have begun altering their uniform policies for pilots and flight attendants, with many now allowing their employees to choose between their choice of several different styles of uniform, regardless of gender. Uh, but these days, nothing actually changes more than your departure time. <laughs> <laughs> JetBlue, Alaska Airlines, Virgin Atlantic, British Airways, and Delta are among a few that uh, have made several changes to their dress code policies in recent years. However, <laughs> corporate holdout Spirit Airlines says, you don't like it? Don't worry about it. If you work for us, you don't even have to wear clothes. <laughs> you don't even have to wear anything. It's fine. Sending a message loud and clear, a Wisconsin public address announcer told fans, Bubba Joe, to shut up after they criticized officials at the end of a high school basketball game. He literally got on the microphone and told them all to shut up. I have since remitted my application. Uh, <laughs> he reminded them He reminded them that if they did want to see truly awful officiating Bubba Joe, they should just turn on an NFL game. Woo, a feature film adaptation is in the works for Danny and the Dinosaur. Who's ever heard of Danny and the Dinosaur? It's a kids series. Uh, THR apparently reports that Legendary Entertainment has acquired the film rights to the kids' classic book series, which would definitely excite today's youth if, in fact, they actually read books. That is, Bubba Joe? Oliver DJs, do you read books? No. He's like, wait, what? Is that a, is that a type of iPad? Can I have the newest iPad version? Is that a book? Nickelodeon hey, is in the news. Barney. Nickelodeon has announced the nominees for the 2023 Kids' Choice Awards, which air on Saturday, March 4th. Most analysts agree, Bubba, that this show will get at least as many viewers as the Oscars, to which Nickelodeon executives said, this is expected. Our average is usually several million more than the 20 that the Oscars captured last year. By the way, that's an actual quote. Stranger Things <laughs> leads the pack with six nominations, which is nice. Because unlike most of the stuff nominated for the Oscars, we've actually heard of that show. We have. We've heard of that one. <laughs> Pamela Anderson is in the news. I am enjoying these Pam Anderson stories Ooh. here lately. Pam Anderson uh, was the ever-blonde bombshell at the glitzy Los Angeles premiere of her tell-all Netflix documentary series, Pamela, a love story. Pam looked so good, Mark, that some people had to use tissues. To, uh, to, wi uh, sorry, <laughs> to wipe away their tears of joy, obviously. Come yeah, on, I'll bet. DJ, come on. Come on. You guys are filthy, you dirty mods. Uh -huh. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner's current boyfriend were apparently uh, all chummy and, and, and smiling as they exchanged a few words outside of Jennifer's house this past week. Ben actually seemed genuinely happy. So you know it had to have been real because there's no way he acts that well. <laughs> Not possible, all right? <laughs> Had to have been real. Bubba Joe in the sports world, Chiefs wide receiver Mar uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. He tweeted, Bubba Joe, he tweeted the NFL asking if he could be excused so he can watch Rihanna's Super Bowl 57 halftime show, to which Roger Goodell replied, uh, sorry, going to need you to work, 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 work. <laughs> 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 it's good. <laughs> Woo! 
and then uh, <laughs> finally, one of them will be working. Yeah. In a recent interview, Patrick Mahomes also uh, revealing deep dark secrets. Uh, apparently, Patrick Mahomes' dad said that his son is whole. He wholeheartedly thought Bubba Joe that the Chicago Bears were going to be the ones that actually drafted him all those years ago. Now Patrick realizes that much like most Chicago residents, he actually literally dodged a bullet. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Well done. Dodged a bullet. Get it? That's hilarious. (laughs) Welcome. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the state of the game. Um, I am your host, Feline of Nine. Cat Borg. Cat Borg extraordinaire here um, on the stage of Talking Trek. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, which is why we have such guests uh, as we will receive today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. You know him, and most of you kind of love halfway like like it's it's a love-hate relationship i believe uh ladies and gentlemen president community manager echo it's great to be here DJ. i'm sure it thank is thank you so much for having me my goodness what a beautiful day for state of the game it is absolutely fantastic it is a beautiful day as a matter of fact wherever you might be in this world steven zaren just in case you were feeling maybe a little chilly. Maybe you look outside and the temperature's a little cold. Maybe you got snow. Maybe you got ice. All you got to do. Don't do it. All you got to do, do is hover close to your Discord, Bubba Joe. Because it's on fire. It's <laughs> It's been on fire. I knew you were going there. All you got to do is grab your mobile device and open up Star Trek Fleet Command and you can stay toasty warm, Bubba Joe. Isn't that such a good feeling? Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to President Echo. Appreciate you being here. Listen, obviously you and I have talked a lot over the last 24 hours. I don't think there's there's really any way that that we could uh, even insinuate that conversations haven't been had over the last 24 hours. Some of them uncomfortable. Uh, and, and so before yesterday, Bubba, the entire intent for today's interview was to actually speak with uh, Mr. President and Madam Vice President about just the game in general. Mostly, Bubba, we were planning on probably talking about January, probably talking about what Assimilation Part 1 brought us, maybe trying to squeeze him for a little bit of of information about Assimilation Part 2. But uh, yesterday took a turn. Yesterday took a turn, Bubba Joe. And, and Mr. President, I will apologize in advance we simply must address the elephant in the room. I don't uh, think I fully expected it. I got my helmet on, <laughs> elbow pads, knee pads, <laughs> mouthpiece. If you hear me like murmuring a little bit, that's yeah. because I'm like I'm ready to go. I, I figured that we probably did need to actually discuss this today. So, first of all, I guess let me just start out with uh, the stage setter. Incursions were scheduled. They were scheduled for January 31st for the European servers, February 1st for the United States servers, and February 2nd, at least as far as UTC goes, for the APAC servers. It would have ultimately ended up being their February 3rd. Uh, incursions were rescheduled after a 60-day hiatus. As a matter of fact, we go back, Echo, in November, they were canceled. December, they were canceled or postponed with a choice of words. And and here we have them 90 days after our last run. Bubba, can you believe that our last run was actually all the way back in October? 
The last run of, uh, of incursions was in October. Now, personally, I... I have said in the past that I typically find some enjoyment in that, and most of it is community-based. Most of it is in enjoying meeting players and meeting uh, you know, friends on other servers and kind of playing and interacting with them. As a matter of fact, shout-out comes uh, to Server 21, who has been great, uh, great sports. We've been doing a lot of trash talk. There's been memes coming back and forth. I've really, really enjoyed um, some of the banter. And, and Bubba, you and I have kind of talked that that is certainly probably the vast majority of enjoyment for people is just meeting new people, playing for you know with new people and interacting with new people. Truck and Chick has talked about it. Traders talked about it. Um, that didn't happen today. Yesterday, President Echo comes out and makes the announcement, Echo, that basically we got we to gotta hit the pause button again, right? Yep. All right. I, I guess... Most people listening to this already know what happened. Yesterday, Incursions launched, which um, presented a couple of issues. One, the events looked different, which was a huge piece of contention, not just on European servers, but for the U.S. and APAC players who looked at it and said, what is this? Like, this yeah, doesn't I, I look feel like right. It was, I feel like it was almost worse for U.S. and APAC because, you know, it's like knowing your dad's about to come home and he's going to be angry. Like, you know what's going to come, but you just have to wait for it to get there. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I wonder, like, is that the... <laughs> that's an interesting analogy you point out there, Echo. Well, for this like, one, is that the, the feeling that you want your players? That surely can't be. Like, you can't want no, U.S. No, players I'm, to look at this and be like, oh, God, me. dad's coming home and I'm going to get the, the tar beat out of me. Like that can't no, be what you what want when we look at incursions. Felt, I'm saying that's what I felt like the community felt when they saw the events. And the events were rough. All right. On top of that, right. we had technical issues, which for some reason have not presented in the past, uh, which was rating points seem to be broken for some reason. I I have no idea technically what's going on with that. Let's let's ab- address that briefly. Because th- there may not even be information on that yet, but I kind of halfway have to wonder that that has something to do with this whole dry dock repair bug glitch scan thing that now certain docks, and it's random, th- I mean, I, I'm sure it's not random, but we haven't found a pattern yet, that there are certain ships and certain docks that are scoring and other ships and other docks that aren't scoring. So even the leaderboards, all the scoring, everything yesterday just didn't work. Do you have any insight into the scoring kerfuffle so that was actually one of the reasons why when we canceled incursions we left eu on um we were actually looking into it and trying to figure out what was happening with that and we pulled user ids of people that were having those issues and the investigation is still going on it's very strange to say the least because we looked at all the segmentation for the events there's no reason from like an event standpoint why it wasn't scoring for everybody so we're doing a more of a deep dive on it right now so that we can hopefully go to the get to the bottom of it. And for people who are curious, like we did test this before it came out and we tested it again yesterday or not yesterday, sorry, like this morning. And that we didn't see issues. The same with like the um, assaults and how some people claim that they did an assault and lost directives. It just didn't go through. Like we, we couldn't reproduce that for some reason. So I think that we were missing like a key piece of 
detail of like what the player specifically did to cause that to happen. Um, but yeah, we're looking into it right now. So you were not able to duplicate any of the technical failures that occurred yesterday. I, I, so far, no. That's mind boggling. That's, that's, Again, that's difficult to fathom. The, the, the test environment we have mirrors a live server. <clears throat> I, I, I know that people are going to say otherwise, and I understand why people feel that way. But again, there's also a reason why some players were able to score with rating and other people weren't, right? It's not the same for every single person. Okay. Like if this was, if this was a universal widespread thing and we couldn't, replicate it yeah then like yeah that's that's an issue but well i don't it wasn't a i don't disagree that there that there was something that was different because some people could score other people couldn't so there is right. obviously that's a variable but not being able to find any examples that's odd i, I it just really kind of feels just from the initial first tests we're doing more digging i'm just saying like when i read the thread when i got the update from their first initial test, they couldn't replicate it, and they were still messing around to try and get it to happen. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, we uh, we obviously we are not even. I guess we're barely twenty four hours into that one, Bubba Joe. So we'll obviously keep you posted with that. But that brings up a a deeper question. And Echo, I asked you this question yesterday because, and and I I have promised, I have promised not only to myself but to the community and to you. President Echo that that I was not going to be uh, that I was not going to woosaw. I was just going to woosaw today. But I I have to ask a question that I that I feel like is probably on everybody's mind. Bubba, you and I talked about it. Rev Deuce, welcome into the stage for uh, the quote unquote January slash February state of the game. Uh, Echo and and Rev and I have even talked about this in the past. Back in in October, you. We had the first run of this Franklin event. It went over like a lead balloon. All right. It, it was the worst version of incursion SMS events that had happened to date. All right. It, it was terrible. And and that spurred a lot of conversation because, you know, players like Ripper um, have come out before and said, listen, just like in the very first month, Echo, you might remember, he said incursions have a very limited shelf life like people are going to get tired of this it's going to lose its shine it's going it's the it's a doa feature now you guys had committed to not allowing that to happen so you wanted to make some changes it feels like between that first run and that second run because let's go back bubba run number one we remember it was six hour events Okay, who remembers six-hour events in specific systems with specific ships, and it was incredibly difficult for people to do the SMSs. It was bad. We fed back. Echo, you and I had a lot of conversations, and they corrected them for the second round by introducing galaxy-wide damage, all right, which was better, significantly better than the first run, and that actually ran a couple of times. Then you came out in October with the Franklin PvP event, which was arguably even worse than the month one version. And and then you came out and said the magic words. Leading into November, out of the after we had finished the October version, you said 
in the community I am that we are stopping incursions for the end of November. We're going to postpone them so that we can go back to the drawing board, that we can make this better. That was what was stated to the community uh, leading into what would have been the end of November. Then in December, you had it scheduled. So that would lead me to believe that improvements had occurred. That would lead me to believe that you guys had spent a little bit of time on it and, and that you were ready to take another stab at it. And But, but, December, end of December ended up getting postponed because we had a massive technical bug, to which, by the way, the community praised. Community said it was the proper and responsible thing to do to cancel the, the December incursions because of the repair bugs, the dry dock bugs, and, and the having to reboot the game and, and all that stuff related to, and you couldn't, you couldn't attack bases if they had dry dock H. Like, that was a major problem, and you took the correct course of action in canceling the end of December. But it was still on the schedule. So that leads me to believe that we had skipped November to make changes. We were ready to launch it in December, but then we had another bug that came through and prevented that launch. And here we are now at the end of January, so 90 days later, and I would still expect that changes would have been made to make this a more palatable feature. And I don't think that's what we got. Echo, walk me through this timeline, please. What yeah. What changes were actually right. made between October and now? So starting with that first one, what changes were actually made? Um, obviously, everyone saw that very few changes happened. There were incremental changes that happened where we adjusted some of the timers to see if maybe that was going to resolve some of the issues that people had with some of the events, which is why we saw similar events going up. Again, I think that you're a pretty big believer in this, DJ, about trying one thing sort of out of time to see if it makes adjustments, um, which is why we saw an introduction of the six-hour timers instead of the 12. Um, obviously, that didn't go over well. So along with other things, incursions were canceled. And we totally understand that people were looking for much larger changes. And now... To walk through the timeline so november incursions gets paused right then in december like you said incursions were on the docket but were canceled due to bugs now from november to december we were looking at changes and realized to make impactful changes it was going to take more time than we expected and so we weighed the pros and the cons this month with community feedback saying that hey like i understand that you guys want to make changes and that this event isn't in a good place but it's halting progression i've seen quite a few people saying right now um how am i supposed to get my mantis how am i supposed to get my strike team and so we understood that we weren't going to have everything changed in a way that the community was potentially expecting or the gravity of changes, but we felt like delaying progress was going to be in service to a lot of the community. So we tried to make some incremental changes and move forward with it. Um, we, we've we seen that that maybe wasn't the correct course of action. And so like, like 
we said in the message yesterday, um, yeah, we're sorry that people were let down by it, right? And so we're going to see if there's more that we can do for the next time it's run and really put more time and effort. And it was hard due to the timing of that as well. Um, the holidays brought with it challenges that some of us didn't foresee. And then January with the new year, more challenges came up that we potentially didn't foresee. And it's just something that we really needed to come together as a team. And yesterday was that point where we really looked at it as like, we need to get some momentum on some of these bigger sort of crap, like expansive changes for what incursions is at its core. But Eco, I have a question about the process, if you don't mind. Because oh, you mentioned right. well, yeah. for, one of the frustrations I personally have is the community out there, DJ helped with this, was really big on providing feedback July through October. One of the biggest pieces of feedback provided was that the six hour windows were strongly disliked. Like that was one of the major initial changes based on feedback. So I think another part of the frustration for me is not only was this run as like a copy pasta of what many agree the worst version of incursions ever, it literally then went back and added a piece that had been strongly asked to change because it was bad. And then that got added on top of it. So not only did we get our copy pasta, we got copy pasta plus something. The community worked really hard to ask to be removed. Like what in that process, how did we get back to going in or at least I think a lot of our opinions in the direction that's the opposite of where we were going before. So it wasn't, so you're absolutely right. Like the six hour windows was a point of contention for sure, because it was six hours of attacking and six hour defending. I think the team wanted to see if there was something that would be different if there was six hours of attacking and defending. So people still had the opportunity to get everything done in that time window. And also, and I'm sure the chat is about to go wild here, but there was feedback about people enjoying the six hour time window yesterday. I mean, I read it and it shocked me too, but there was feedback from people. I, again, I know this, people aren't going to believe it, but like I, there was feedback yesterday that people were saying they enjoyed the six hour. I mean, Eco, there were also people who said they enjoyed it. I just, so I, we recognize that's a small <laughs> number of people. <laughs> I understand, I'm not saying it's, it's a bunch, I'm just saying that it's not non-actionable feedback. Now, again, I'm not saying that what came out yesterday was what we were hoping people, or we were hoping that people would like it, and obviously we missed a mark on that. I'm not arguing with that. But it, it wasn't put out. Nothing we ever put out is meant to be a this is what you get, enjoy it kind of thing. I think, DJ, you said something interesting to me was like old Tupperware meals, right? Um <laughs> yes. You know, so, yeah, I, I, we were talking about, you know, new and shiny versus like moldy Tupperware, you know, leftovers, Rev. It's, it's kind of the, the conversation we were having. Like, you know, I, I feel like I, Bubba, you agreed with Ripper so many months ago that said this feature is dead on arrival. And I didn't want to believe it. I wanted to believe that there was the capability to iterate and keep it fresh and to move forward with an event that was only happening once a month that that people could ultimately come to enjoy. And I, I, Bubba, I feel like every month we're taking a step backwards. It's just not progress, right? It's moldy Tupperware. I, I agree. So, but what I'd like to hear is 
what are the tangible milestones and steps that are being taken to prevent something like this from happening again? Well, we, we announced it yesterday. First of all, we're going to be coming out with a community-wide survey of changes that people are looking for and looking at that list and using that in what we're going to be doing. Um, I had a quite long meeting with some team members from the Live Ops program about what Incursions currently is, why they fundamentally don't like it, but then also what people do like about Incursions. Because there are things, even if you hate PvP, even if Incursions for are you, you can't say nobody likes the idea or the concept of Incursions. DJ is one of them, right? Uh, there is something there that is exciting, right? There is something about interacting with another server and being in that server that you don't get from other activities in the game. I mean, the server transfer feature and the chatting with other alliances that you don't usually like to do, get to do is something that is exciting. Um, so those are our action items right now, is making sure that we have clear visibility on what we're thinking about changing, getting feedback from everyone in survey form. It's going to be like an IGN. It's going to be out in the community channels. And then really looking at that and having plans and then providing updates on incursions moving forward. Because a big thing that we saw was there was a lack of communication about incursions as well. And we, myself and Beck, are working on being better about that as well. Let me circle back to to your one of your action items. You responded to Bubba that that we're going to launch a community wide survey. Now, I, I ultimately I love the fact that feedback can be gathered, but mm, it feels, understand feels like we've been down that road, this, Rev. Like I feel this, like God deja vu. I, I strongly remember having a meeting about said stuff already. Right. Hence the frustration, by the way, of the six hour, because that's another point. We're literally talking about taking a step back. Because to Bubba's point, this was, and Ripper's point, this was something that dangerously could be like a three-month thing, and it was done. Originally, the game wanted to run this two to four times a month, and everybody was like, you can't do that. That's adorable. So <laughs> it then had to get adjusted. And it did see improvement. Like, from my metrics, it actually had a 6% increase in approval rating. Uh, it sounds like we're on CNN now. Yeah, I from these July stuff. to October, I'm off, dude. but that's good, right? It no, got slightly yeah. better, but then it took a drastic reversal, and then we just made it even more. Like we we dug a hole in the wrong direction. So, like to DJ's point, action items are good. I like that Bubba asked the question, but what's no, happening? We're really so not trying what? to say, dude. Say, how do we really yeah, no, believe it's, it's going to be different? Yeah, this time? that yeah. that's that's where I'm driving, and and if I can 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 consolidate right. my point, you know, we we did Rev and I and you. Uh, Mr. President, and and other people actually did have a call to talk about our grander vision, our yep. bigger ideas. And and while I will uh, freely admit that that at least my ideas were so grand that I did not expect them in thirty days. Those are big ideas. I I did. I, I basically just gutted do. this thing down to rewrite the whole thing. And and I understand that that can't be done in thirty days, but. The feedback has been given. Like, I, I feel like it's oh. almost, and, and forgive me for saying this, it, pr please provide me, provide the community an alternative perspective. It's almost I'm more than like, happy to get more context on this. 
it's almost like the feedback that was already given, the surveys that were already taken, even our meeting in privately and internally was completely dismissed or, or, it, or at least you don't remember. Right. You don't remember because now we're asking no. for it again. No. So to give more context, I should have been more clear on this. We still have all that feedback, right? And DJ, I know I talked to you to like get a, get a prioritized list of it from you as well, just in case. Cause again, things change over the past three or four months, right? The game state has changed. People do things differently. We are taking what feedback we've been given and putting that into the survey so that we can prioritize based off of that feedback. Okay. So, All right. So maybe maybe that's a little bit better, Red. So you're going to take hey, the proposals, the suggestions. Right, we've heard X, Y, and Z things from our content creators. These are the things that we feel like we can do in a certain amount of time with limited tech. Which ones do you want focused on? Okay, that actually sounds a little bit better because Reb, I was getting ready to Sorry, say, man, I, in I one ear. <laughs> you're right. Like, this All isn't right. a multi. This isn't like a multi-question fill-in-the-blank thing. This is a here's a list of things that we are prepared to work on. What do you want us to work on first? Well, can I ask, based on that, and just going off what we've already done, are there things that are just going to be like? non-starters because one of the biggest complaints immediately from everybody who provided feedback whether it was high levels low levels the rewards have never felt adequate for incursions yet that's been something that seems the game has never been willing to move on never willing to budge on we're just not going to increase what you're getting for in their mind one day of work right Um, even though it happens once a month is that something that could actually get better yeah i don't think that that's a full non-starter and like i'm not trying to say i disagree with you rev because that just sounds really really defensive but i will say that i do know that the live ops teams adjusts the rewards monthly and inflates them based on how long well i'm specifically talking about the sourcing mechanics we have to use through incursions like officers the mantis the uh the building stuff like that and i I think that it's fair to say and i need to follow up with live ops and get a better understanding of like the design economy etc but if we're inflating rewards for other events i don't feel like there's a reason to not have a conversation about the potential of inflating rewards for incursions as well over time um i don't have guaranteed details on that right now but like i said like we change how much you know hostiles hunt give on a month-by-month basis so it's definitely worth having a conversation i don't think it's a non-starter in my opinion, Rev, and I can get more information on whether they will or will not change. I would like to ask a little bit more of a technical question, and, and then we can kind of oh, transition. Gosh. DJ, you know how I do with tech questions. Well, no, not I don't look for an explanation I, I, per se. I'm looking for a change. Uh, one of, Bubba, you and I actually spoke about this maybe earlier today, I believe. One of the few rewards that are somewhat kind of cool about incursions and i do say few but the loot exo right everybody has has mentioned to me rev you included at one point or another the loot exo is kind of cool it's unfortunate that it only is able to be used during incursions what do you think rev that it would improve the quote-unquote value of incursions if you ramped up those exos by i don't know say 5x or 10x but then allowed players the opportunity to use them throughout the rest of the month. I, I think that would provide 
maybe a little bit more incentive community? I don't know. Is, is that a thing? Because, Bubba, you and I have talked about it. We like the loot exos. Would you like the opportunity to use those outside of incursions? Absolutely. Community, yeah. what about you guys? I think that's a given. I don't know if anybody would say no to that one. That's that's one of the, like you said, that's a few highlights of it is, it is, and, and that that could build value if you guys allowed us to use them when we wanted to. Echo. Okay, I think that's a great question to have, and I mean, I don't know how these exos are coded, right? Maybe it's like a we'd have to like copy paste a previous exo and put these things in. I don't know, but it seems like a low technical ask if it's something that we can do. So. I think it's a totally reasonable request and a great piece of feedback. Because you're right. People love the XOs. I love the XOs. Why wouldn't it be? It would be awesome if we could use them more. Well, I just think that that could potentially build a little bit of value of interest. But at the same time, it doesn't matter if they don't work. All right. So we've got we've to get moving back in the right direction with these things and, and find a way to to make them palatable again make them exciting again you know they, there's it's sometimes echo it's a frustrating conversation because there is so much potential in things that you guys release you know no that sorry go ahead dj i interrupted well i, I was just going to kind of use an example we talked about on the show here not long ago bubba which was that of and the community is going to ride on this one as well so i'll be a bad guy with you echo which was the line star bases now before that feature ever came out, when you guys hinted to it, Bubba, we had a grand time thinking about what it could do. Sensor uh, visibility into fog of war, remote docking and, and repairs outside of your own base, and, and the ability to, to exchange you know, minor amounts of resources, nothing game-breaking, but just you know, something. We had all these ideas about what alliance... We didn't alliance- have to imagine... We could have just gone and read what was in the roadmap. <laughs> well, we, we, we had a lot of <laughs> oh, ideas man. about what Alliance Starbases could have been. Again, we talk about such amazing potential, and now we come back and look, and, and we look at Alliance Starbases and what a massive disappointment it was. And, and I feel like we're doing the same thing here with Incursions. It had potential. And, and I feel like the community has been relatively patient. How, when did that come out? Has it been like 10 months now, Rev? Eight months? Uh, I think it didn't it come out the last month we had incursions. September. Okay. September. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about uh, incursions as a whole. How many months has that run now? Oh, well, that was July was our first. Yeah, we're, oh, we're getting, we're what, eight months now? So, yeah, we're seven, eight months. And, and I feel like the community's been relatively patient. And it, we just haven't made progress. And And is that... Is that a bandwidth problem? Is it is it a, an understanding problem of what we want? Or, or is it actual tech limitations? Echo, we've asked this question before. Maybe generally, broadly speak to. Yeah. I, I don't... I think it ultimately... Like, if you want to boil it down to the easiest thing to say, like, it could be seen as a bandwidth problem. I think just the team overall has really grand aspirations of what we want to do. And over time, as deadlines sort of start to creep up on us, it starts to become relevant, like what we can do and what we can't do in the amount of time. Now, I'm not saying this for incursion specifically because it's like, hey, it's been out for seven months. Why haven't you changed it yet? But, you know, the same people that are 
running 10 polls every month are the people that also are looking at past events like occursions and things like that. So there's just a lot of moving pieces going on. And if we have a designated like team of people working on that and then they have the next 10 poll, it, it can get diff difficult. And then, you know, there's always a thing of like, you know, hire more people, slow down on things. We want to make sure that everybody still has something new and exciting to do every month. Right. And if we, we, we've seen a lot in the tech industry just recently, like if you over hot overstaff, sometimes, you know, it can lead to some unfortunate consequences and say everyone has their own opinions. And I understand that, but Scopely does care about the people that they hire and they don't want to just hire someone to fire them two months later. Right. Let me ask you this ego. I, I get that. That's, that's a real, very real thing. And what you're saying Arc runners can sometimes be in charge of incursions, so multiple things on a play is difficult. In those situations, and if that's the case, if yep. you haven't been able to devote energy to an incursions, why even run a yesterday? Why not just come out and say, hey, we've got more stuff coming up. We're sorry. We're just going to give yeah, you we're not done this yet. chest to make up for it. We can't do it yet. Here's the yeah, event store. Here's a box. We're sorry. Instead of running really, it, really, you're creating real this fire. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Rev. And I think that's a really real conversation to have, which is one of those things why we turned off incursions when we saw it. Again, I think that because incursions was getting, you know, like you said, Rev, incursions was getting better. We thought that the stuff like outside of events, the event rewards were going to help people progress. And then all the other interactions that you get with incursions would be overall positive. Right. And we, we, we were incorrect. Right, we we when we turned them off, and I get uh, and look. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but no, you're, you're also. Not, you're but not. DJ I'm said the same to, thing. I'm you expected you it to though. mainly. I know, but what I'm saying is, you expected it to mainly be better. But at the same time, it was a direct copy paste of what everybody's feedback was the worst incursions ever. So, how do we expect it to be better though? I mean, if we didn't get time to devote to it, we can't run these things. It's just going to make the community upset with you after what was a good month, except yeah. for the board grind. Yeah, and I think that this moment and the conversations I had yesterday is what really like will sort of start those conversations moving forward, right? Like, hey, did we make enough changes of where this is going to be in a place that the community wants? Um, do we still see value in it and talking with people like you and being like, well, I think the biggest thing is just communication, right? Like come out and say, hey, everybody, you know, we talked about doing changes. We haven't done a ton of them yet. We're going... We, we put together the what we think is the best version of incursions that we've run in the past. You know, we did 12-hour timers and we're doing these events because this is what we think is like the bits and pieces, the best parts of what we did. Um, and we want people to still be able to progress. I think that would have been a lot, lot better in the, than what we did for the future. And that's a communication thing. And that's something that I can improve on. And that's something that hopefully I can do in the future for everybody. Cause like you said, Rev, like communication is key. If people knew going into this one, like just out front, like, Hey, we didn't get to change things as much. It's going to look really similar. Would there have been as much backlash or would the people have been as, as upset because their expectations weren't set to a level where it couldn't be met, you know? I, I think that's the benefit of, I'm sorry, DJ, I'm not trying to cut you off on your no, show. I just, no, please. I think that's the benefit of, though, of pausing because there's also the aspect of, and I think Scopely sometimes, we've had a lot of conversations about the experience Scopely has with the game versus players, right? Just as an example, you know, this past month, a lot of people know incursions is happening. 
You've got high-level players spending extra money on leaderboards to get their ships ready. You have, you know, entire servers purging their own players to make sure that they can't lose points. People or, actually this, do that? Oh, yeah, I got yeah, raided. I, I got raided. People will try and throw events. <laughs> and so I understand trying to purge those people so that they're not throwing events. See, Oh yeah, your your excitement is proof to what I'm saying is incursions is more than just a one day thing. Incursions right. has a ton of lead up to it. So even announcing it, it you have to know it's going to work, or it's best if you don't know with certainty. Like if you haven't been able to work on it, do not run it. I do. We change our gameplay based on incursions. I do yeah. have a question about that rev. All right, and, and never, this my alliance is, has never purged people leading up to incursions. This oh, is yeah, a, dude, there are entire meetups like where mortal enemies come together to decide, look, if you are there without a shield, you're being raided the day before. Drain completely. We're wiping out all ships. That, everything. Right? Yeah, no, players too. If you aren't there, you're getting booted and looted. I mean, that's that's a real thing, okay? that That's absolutely a real thing. I do have a question, though. Devil's advocate, if I may, Rev and community... Mm -hmm. Oh, don't do it, DJ. I'm going to do Let it. Let me be the devil's advocate no. only. Don't do no, it. No, 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 no. I, I oh, genuinely, boy. I want you, no, no, listen. I, I'm only well, I, asking I, I, a point of clarity. You can't preface it with devil's advocate and not get a side. You <laughs> like I, no, the, I genuinely the, think it's a good open conversation, so. Yeah, no, I, I'm it. just curious about this because, Reb, one other comment that I have gotten a ton, right, and I'm getting mm -hmm. it today, I'm sure you are as well, from APAC and, and U.S. players. Well, are we going to get the same old bi-week chest? Now, I'm curious, because we've all talked about the bi-week chest being horrible, right? It's, it's bad. It's not enough. It's literally, what, 20% of the number of parts that you could actually earn during a run of the event. It's 20%. It's one event. Yeah, it, it's 20% it's, uh, of the number of blueprints for Mantis. And currently, Rev, this is the only sourcing for Mantis. So I pose to you the question verbally in the, in the community chat. I'd like for you to sound off as well. Given, given that, that incursions are broken so horribly bad, and, and there's no pulling punches there, Echo. They're, they're broke, okay? Is it better for players to cash in on crap events to at least not inhibit their progress on Mantis. And the only reason I ask that, Rev, is because there's no other freaking way to get it. You know? Or or does it fall on Scopely just to say, okay, here, we're just going to increase the bi-week chest because we can't seem to get it together. You know, I, I, I don't... I think it falls on Scopely. I mean, the players shouldn't be punished for issues, and this isn't, like, to attack Scopely. Players should never be not. punished for issues in the game. You know, and DJ, you remember when when we were doing this, when we were talking about the bi-week chest and we provided feedback, my minimum was that a bi-week should be the loser level. Of, Agreed. Yes. And, and I still agree to that. I, That's the I minimum. I agreed with you as well. As a matter of fact, and I advocated have for more. Like, you remember I advocated yeah, for did. more. You, I said it should be the winners. It should be the yeah, winners chest because they don't even have the opportunity to win. If you remove the opportunity for them to even compete, then I think they should get the, the winner's chest. It's, it, you know, because they, Which they could have gotten the winner's chest advocate. if they had a chance to play. But it does bring no me back to what. Devil's Advocate. If, like, okay. there are events, Rev. Turf Wars, mm -hmm. for example. Faction Hunt, for yeah. me, is another one. I hate the event, but I do it because I do find value in the rewards. How many players would find value in the Mantis? Would you have played even this broken terrible version of incursions would you have played it to get the mantis and so that personally i would play it only to get the mantis but i don't play it to upgrade my subspace relay which i think speaks to a problem with incursions itself. agreed 
But either way, I think that it falls on Scopely to properly compensate players for their stuff not working and the issues players are having because of it. So this is interesting feedback in the chat. Some people said I would have hated it, but I would have done it because I need the Mantis. So Echo, the Mantis is must have. And and that that goes back to like my what I was saying earlier. Like we we've seen people asking for incursions again. To progress and i i think we could have just been better about stating that you know it wasn't going to be revamped to what people were maybe expecting mm-hmm. so maybe it comes down to if this is such a problem product can we look at subspace relay building parts and mantis blueprints and strike team sourcing in an alternative series of events I mean, it's, you can't indefinitely suspend it, Echo, and you certainly can't multiply the time grind by 500% because you guys can't launch a product that's working properly. I mean, there are people relying on the Mantis blueprints that they could get once a month, and they cannot uh, get it. This, this, then there has to be alternative sourcing, right? I mean, where would you want to put it? Echo, if, if you did not have the Mantis. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot full. No, you know no. Oh, wow. Listen, okay. Uh-uh, I'm not saying anything on that one. All right, fine. Where would you put it, DJ? Do you think that it should be available to players? Or do you think that, that the broken game design of this entire feature is appropriate recompense for players who didn't That's buy the pack? That's into a corner to only have one answer. I'm not answering. No, how about this? DJ, I'll give you a suggestion. How about that? Thank you. Rev, what do you think? Where, what can we this? do about the Mantis now? What is something that we do once a month that hasn't been updated in four years? Cosmic cleanup. Faction hunt. No, that, that actually gets updated. I was either going to say, Faction hunt's already a hell of a grind. Cal. Why not Crucible of uh, War? Yeah, put in a Cal. Make a special chest using the Crucible of War currency where you can turn in all of your Crucible of War currency for either Mantis blueprints or subspace relay, but you can't get the uncommon. Heck, add Strike go. Team in there too. Exactly. Put all of them there, and you make a choice. And that would actually update Crucible of War for the first time in literally three or four years. And we have it every month, so you know it's coming every month. Well, now listen, uh, listen, Frag, don't put, yeah, you don't do cow with the trophies, because you're right, that's for directives. Put it up with the gold trophies in the officer section. That's where you put it, up there in the utility section. Do it with the individual sure. gold trophies oh, and not fine. the alliance trophies. You're right. You do need the directives. Those are the alliance trophies. Use the singular individual gold trophies up in the recruit section. That's where you could put them. Either way, I'm happy with that. But there's your easy answer. An event that has needed updated for years, there's something that already runs on a schedule. Have at it. In the, I, I, the entire point of this, and then we can move on to our next topic. Echo, the Mantis is vital. It's vital for sourcing for PvE. It's vital for players who do like PvP. It is one of the few tools in this game that actually serves a purpose to the entire community. And as of now, it is currently unavailable. Please, please, please pass along the sincerest and most passionate of requests of, listen, we've been very patient. You, you got more than just me listening to aren't it. working. You got more than just me listening to this right now, DJ. So just to be clear, like th- this conversation is being heard by multiple team members. So I will Spies make sure it pass along. It just, it, it has to come somewhere else. And, and listen, even if it did, even Tumek, even if it did come up somewhere, 
maybe not necessarily the strike team officers, but the blueprints themselves, obviously that's finite. You know, it, it would be a short-term sacrifice. You do it a couple of weeks or a month or two. At least at least you could get it. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to take anything away. That was one of our complaints with the Borg loop, Rev, right? Like you're sacrificing something else to, to participate in yeah. something else. But at the very least, it's finite. We've got to get that. We've got to get that into the hands of the community. Have to. All right, Echo, uh, I'm going to um, have Rev take up one of his points here today since uh, I, got the, I got the big one. I got the elephant, Rev. <laughs> what do you got? Well, um, I'm actually going to ask Eco. This is going to put a little pressure on you because I hope you remember it. Uh, when you were actually on my last live stream, we asked wow. you a couple questions that you said that you would prepare for here. One thing that I want to make sure is not forgotten for all those who did buy the Mantis – Suffered for months due to issues. Has their comp chest been determined and sent out? You said you would have an answer by the time we did State of the Game. Yes, it has not been. I Yes, I have an answer. It has not been determined. And with everything that happened yesterday, the conversation got delayed more. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was I love Friday. how it, 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 it came up to yesterday was, we were going to talk about it yesterday, then incursions happened. <laughs> well, I mean. Oh, God. My whole. Okay, Rev. Yep. I told you that I would follow up on it yeah, by the time I, we had the game. I have followed up on it, but no, the exact details of the chest has not been determined yet. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm, that was, I'm sorry it was a, such a short one, DJ. I was hoping that would actually lead to a longer conversation, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Community. Yeah, never mind. I don't want to paint them into a I mean, corner. we both how have about an, How about points, another 40 loyalty just... chips? All right. It's been a rough, it's been a rough day. Okay, can, can, we, can we just get another 40 loyalty chips and we'll call okay. it even? I am not trying. <laughs> I am not trying to mitigate how rough of a 24 hours it's been for the community. I'm really not. But can we talk about the past like 28 days at all? Let's too? transition. Let's transition to assimilation part one. All right, I'm, I'm good with that. Rev, Rev got a quickie in there. Uh, I'm sure he's got more on the January arc. Because that's honestly, in all fairness, community, that's where I thought we were going to be spending the majority of our time, Rev. Uh, incursions happened. It was... It, yeah, same. I mean, that's the whole point, me doing the survey I did about this past month to get player grades. I mean, I didn't think we'd be talking about incursions at State of the Game. Yeah. And, the, and, and what were the player grades? Because do you want to talk about it or do you want me to talk about it? What do you want to do, Rev? Well, I mean, I figured all of us would. DJ, I don't I think... It, I sent it in a bunch of chats. My grades are coming out today, literally at the conclusion yeah. of our interview. Bubba Joe is here. He is prepared to issue his grade putts. Mark and Karkin are here to issue their final grades. This could be a fun little segment to actually issue our grades together. Um, yeah. But if we were to do such a crazy, impulsive thing, obviously, Mr. President, we would begin with you. Please. Me? Yes. Mr. Oh, President. I don't give grades on... No, I can't be objective. It's not possible. Be, of course. Mm, of course you can be objective. There. No, I can't. Oh, my gosh. Of course you can. Listen. I can tell you what I saw this month and what I experienced. Okay. And I think that's exactly well, what we're asking. What did you yeah, think? And if you liked it or didn't, that would do exactly oh. what we're asking for without putting a letter on it. So, let's have a did conversation. You enjoy it? Yeah, what pain points so, did you feel? I have not been playing as long as everyone else. Everyone knows this. Okay. I was still doing the board grind every day for different okay. reasons. Okay, that's valid. Okay. That's valid. A lot so, of some people were. 
So I saw improvements and it was engaging to me. Now, I didn't mind as much the decision between progressing my faction and progressing the fleet commanders because I have a faction ship that I really like and I'm not pushing, I'm not in a rush to get that next faction ship. And, oh. So and, you're, so you're saying. To be, to, to be frank, like, I know, I know things that are coming, right? Like I keep, we kept saying this is the foundation. I know stuff that's coming. So I saw with what my eyes were and I liked it. Right. I thought that the solar armadas were really engaging. And I actually have a stat about that. But also, like, I, I am taking my time with things because I pushed really hard to try and get up to speed with everything. And now I'm sort of like stepping back and I'm letting myself like do things at a gradual pace. So I know for a lot of people, it was really frustrating having to choose between charged nanoprobes and, or excuse me, directives and independent credits or directives and faction credits or independent credits and faction credits. And that is something that, you know, we spoke about with Mr. Tiger on this very show. I think Hugh is a really amazing officer. I think fleet commanders provide really interesting new tech that we can utilize potentially in future things. I thought this month brought a lot of new, cool, interesting things to the table for someone still participating in the board grind. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's an that's an understand that's a legitimate perspective to have, and I think that some people do, in fact, share that with you. Okay. Um, I think that there are other players who who may not. I, I me personally, Bubba, you and I talked about this. Uh, I've even said it on the last show. I was not horribly offended by this arc but I also recognize that I am very much in what I would deem the target audience for this feature you know as far as Borg goes uh the Borg spheres and the Borg exos and the grind and the epic chest the rare I'm very much in that target range Rev you know we haven't actually asked this if you were quickly off the top of your head identifying the target range for the Borg solo armada loop what would you define that range as? Like, where's the sweet spot? And it doesn't have to be like one or two ops levels. Like, who do you no, think the, the 40s. who do you think the entire general target audience is? The 40s, where most of the game is either at or entering in very soon. Do you think that okay. most of the game is in the 40s, Riff? Is that is that a firm? Like, do we believe that? Because I okay, I don't believe that. I, so, I feel like there's still a lot of 30 G3 players. No, there are. But I can tell you that the largest uh, bracket range in my survey was players in the 40s. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. I would just to counter that point just a little bit. I mean, your community could be different, and there's nothing wrong with that. But from mm-hmm. what I've seen, it's like mid 30s. Yeah. I mean, I would, and I would agree. I've, and I've said for a long time that I believe right now the game is between 35 and 45. But we're yeah. also entering a point, especially because of the economy improvements over the past six months, and. Now, now here, I'm here. doing devil's advocate. A lot of people have been pushing up very quickly, very recently. I have a uh, question for you, Rev. Okay. And DJ, I like hinted at this one a little bit when we were talking earlier. So the the Borg Solar Armadas are really meant for tier nine Vidar users, people that have basically sort of gotten to the end of the Vidar progression. How many Tier 9 Vidars 
do you think there are currently in-game total right now? You had to guess. Well, we, we said earlier there's roughly, you know, 235,000 people um, logging into Star Trek Fleet Command per day. Yeah, um, I just want to point out that I was not going to actually drop that number, but the age-old question now, Rev, has finally officially been answered. I'm just going to... Sorry, I just had to put a a pin in that. Well, I mean, this is tough because the Vidar hasn't been new content for three years, so then I have to try to think, is it as important for new players who don't hear content creators telling you to pick it up as it is for everybody else? So for your active daily players, I would like to... Think at least half of them have a maximum. Correct. So, DJ, just, did you I'll, have? Let's give you a number. I'll give you 130. No, Bubba Joe, yeah. Bubba, I'm you, going you, to you guess, guess. I'm going to guess that it is less than ninety thousand. Okay. Are I'm you not, feeling okay, Bubba Joe? He's got a, under the weather. He's got a voice thing. Oh, okay. I want to just make sure you were feeling okay. My bad. Okay. I, Indeed, I am not feeling no, well. He's, yeah, he's, DJ he's, drags me out here, you know, because <laughs> you know. Because we got work we to do. That, Joe. Ooh, go away. All right, let's look in oh. the chat. Let's look in the chat. Killer Ab says 80%. Uh, Tiberius at 50 plus. Um, if, we, if I was going on a percentage, and, and you yeah. said that the average ops level in the game is probably still mid to late 30s, which I also believed. Uh, I don't think it's quite 40s yet. I, I would say probably... 35 to 37. They're getting into the 40s, but it's still. Yeah. So let's say 35 is the average general uh, position of a player. Uh, And I wanted to show this in the chat. Now, this is this is part of my supporting argument, Rev, because we've heard this a lot. How many of you at, say, Ops 30, 31 have a tier nine Vidar? Because, Rev, we've talked about this how the Vidar mm-hmm. is one of the most important ships early. You can unlock it at, remind me, 25. 25. You can unlock it at 25. It's also one of the only special ships you can max immediately. No That's locks. correct. So at 25. I was wrong. It's 25. I, was 25. I told you that, man. So 25. I was, I was 27. So 25 is where you get it. My prediction, community, would have been it's maxed by, by 30 at the latest. And I would have aggressively said, Rev, 28 or 29 it is a viable replacement for the 26 ships so i think that by 30 you have it maxed is that a reasonable assumption community i'm curious what the number is from eco like how he obviously has the number he's willing to tell us oh yeah and he gave it to me and i was floored i was the live off team pulled it looking at the last over the last 30 days so uh, accounting for anyone that might have decided to get to tier nine in the past 30 days during the arc. So total, okay? Huh? That number, I'm scrolling back up. Oh, I put it in the other chat with you. Would you it like me to read 6. it? 6.3%. Now, Rev, when he, when he read me 15, that number. There are wow. 15,000 tier 9 Vidars. That's it. Now, when he that gave me that number, that shocking. almost pissed me off, Rev. You want that to know makes me feel like we've been doing a terrible job. <laughs> well, yes. And, and you know what else it Jesus. tells me? You know what else it tells me, Rev? It tells me that there is so much noise. Because yeah. the whole point of this being 35 plus was to be the next stage of evolution. That's why they required a tier 9 Vidar. So yeah, that's... I, 
when I hear all this noise and all these surveys and all these complaints about the content being too big for them, and we've got 6% of players that have a tier 9 that is Bedar. insane to me. Like, I obviously was, I was way off. Like, I, I was way off. I truly thought there'd be 100,000 max Bedars. Yes, yeah, A-Fox. 15,000 in the game, and he's like, I've got two of them and a third one I could build. What, where's the disconnect well, hell, here? even solos aside, I mean, for faction credits, we push this thing all the time, independent credits. Why are people not maxing their Vidar? And I've seen a universal sentiment about no longer doing the board grind or, you know, I can't go into solo armadas because it's like by 35 or getting the officers. So we 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 looked at the number. Fifteen thousand tier nine Vidars. Well, then that brings me to my question. I mean, what changes do y'all make if the number's that low? Because that obviously really impedes people who can participate in your brand new mechanic. Well I think it was I think it was incentive based. If there is truly only six percent of players who can even earn the directives for these things, then you look at officer sourcing. Rev, you look at um, you know the bigger targets and and these materials and and then the fleet commander stuff, which opens up earlier. Like it almost feels like another content push, which is why all this content happens at thirty five, but it's aggravating, right? Like there needs to. You, you know what, DJ? This you is and actually, I, my, go yeah, ahead. I just sent you the results of my survey, and I, and I had told Beck this. I was really shocked by some of the results I got. If you go to the feature one I showed you, and we can share this with people, obviously, whenever we get back to the grading, but it was overwhelmingly positive yeah. versus negative that the feature was good and grind wasn't as big of an issue for as many people as I thought it was. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share why. this in the graphics room with your they were already doing the grind. You guys right. uh, listening right. in podcast form, take a look in that's the graphics why, room. You'll see... That's uh, why when I was heading... Oh, sorry, go ahead, DJ. I, I was just going to point out some of the data that Rev has collected here from his survey with over 1,000 players reporting uh, as far as the feature. Now, uh, Rev, give a little insight here. When you talk about feature grading, are we talking fleet commanders? Are we talking Borg? Are we talking kind of like just So merged? it combines both with uh, a grading rubric. For those who haven't seen my video, there's an actual grading rubric of points, and you determine whether something has value, detracts from the game, etc. So the... Question for this one is actually worded. And by the way, I have not sent all the raw data to the overlords. So if y'all want to jump in on this, y'all still can. But like an A grade is absolutely adds to the game in a positive way. A C grade would have been, could have been better, but doesn't detract. And an F is like a flat failure. It's assaults. So going by what was put in, you know, just the raw number, you see that almost nobody gives it an F. It's extremely low. A, almost 10% of players said that it was a positive addition completely, and B, benefits. And if you take just a C grade as a pass, which most people would, like 80% of the game thought that the features combined were great additions to the game. And I thought the board grind alone would have brought a lot more negative into that. But if not everybody has a Max Fadar, so they were already doing the board grind anyway, this makes more sense why they're not as upset as maybe I am who had been done with Borg for months only used away teams and now I have to go out there and just 20 30 minutes a day it does kind of speak to the target audience as well right people who engage with the creators tend to be uh more aggressive or or more into the mechanics uh more into this game it's a little bit more than just a casual you know I'm gonna play while I'm pooping kind of game um 
you look I'll also at this one second echo and then I, I definitely want to come to you i want to point out one other staggering figure rev in your research which was mm-hmm. your ops level out of these thousand responses yeah. even of our m- more dedicated audiences that continue to listen to us yeah. uh out of your responses here you've got 47 percent of all your responses are 39 and down which supports what echo was saying about the average ops level in this game uh 47 percent are 39 or lower so it makes me feel like as a dedicated player and i know bubba he just stepped out mark you probably feel this way i certainly know ripper does rev you probably do too and community you are probably going to feel how i maybe i can represent you guys with the following statement Echo, this almost makes us feel like you're not writing for us. Like, even though you kind of are, we look at something like yeah. Grind. We look at something like, you know, the rewards from the Borg Loop and the fleet commanders and stuff and how it has to be such a high level before we really get any tangible benefit. And, and it's funny, Red, because the 35 and down players are saying, well, they're writing everything for 35 plus, And maybe and they're yet. just trying to get you there. Yeah. If the numbers are that dismal, which we never would have guessed, but if the numbers are that dismal, then maybe it makes a little bit more sense about why people need to get there. And the next question then becomes, why are people not there? No, we, we were talking about this earlier, DJ, right? And I think that there, there are two sort of points to the argument that's being made. There's the, well, content is for 35 plus, leaving everyone that is below 35 out of it. And then content isn't rewarding enough for people at, you know, the highest tier, right? And so speaking to the first point, we talked about this a little bit earlier today, uh, DJ, about people being, you know, the content being for 35 plus and people under 35 not having enough to do. See, I, maybe I'm looking at this data a little bit differently than you guys are, Right. What has been one of the largest topics of conversation since I've been here about Star Trek Fleet Command? One of the biggest controversies, one of the biggest cryouts for grind change. Grind. Grind. Everyone, everyone drink. Grind. Screen time. Um, screen time. So leading up to 35, if we continue to tack on more loops, like imagine at 25, 27. We, we, we made all the stuff for 25. So that means mm-hmm. at 25, I have Stella. Well, tw- Stella's like 27, but I have Stella, Vidar, Franklin, Devor, Devor Discovery, Defiant, <laughs> Amalgam. Well, not Defiant yet. Well, no, I'm saying imagine if we did make Defiant for 25. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because, yeah, to your point, imagine I talk about this a lot. The things, 20s are all specialty ships now. Imagine really how many things people have to do leading up to 35. And so, and maybe we need to be looking at like, well, maybe it should be 34. Maybe it should be 33 when people are finishing these things. Like we, maybe 35 is just like a arbitrary number then we could be better about that. I don't know how they chose that number. But if you make content start at the, like there, you're loading everything at the front. I mean, I do agree with the idea of building content that you level into. Right. I think and that's what, my more issue that's is what just this whole progression of the Vidar and the Borg loop has been meant for. Right. And mm-hmm. so when I look at the number of 15,000 people with maxed out Vidars, it means they didn't 
find any value in finishing it, which we're trying to give more value to do something that you're going to be doing starting at 25 that you want to feel like you want to do. And then you gradually go into the other things. Now, the other argument, which I know that Trader felt this way, Bubba Joe felt this way, is that, well, at the top end, what do we have to play for? And I totally think agree that it's something that we need to be looking at. I, I was talking with DJ today, and I know D, Bubba Joe, DJ, reached out to you about things you would want to see as tangible, exciting rewards that would be worth engaging with. And that is something that I'm having discussions on for future updates already. And, but this is, this is the other thing because it's like, well, how come there isn't exciting content for people in G5? Well, it comes back to, well, what would, what would happen if we made a piece of content just for, let's say 47 plus when we're already having this discussion about having content for just 35 plus. And then it also doesn't solve the issues that we have of giving too much stuff for low end. People are upset because they can't get the new content because they're not at the high end. And then we're scamly, scopely, like however you want to say it. We're forcing people to push to an ops level to get the new content, which we don't. We're not trying to do. Oh. Like, My question for you, Eco, then just as a game company, because I do agree, five star is just really rough to be in, right? From events and everything else. Yeah. And I, Why and I is there not two directions of development? Why is there not a team? purposely making in-game content, so to speak, like for MMOs, Forex, that have four of those levels, as well as people making content like the Borg Loop for everybody else. Why is it everybody's getting the same content if it's that widespread and different? I'd like to expand on that, actually, because I think that it's possible, albeit maybe challenging, Rev, but I do think it's possible. I think Scopely missed the mark. Let's take Borg Solo Armadas, yeah. for example, okay? They do have targets all the way up to 60. Problem is... Well, they, they do. They, the, the problem is is something that Trader has said. Exactly. There's no yeah, it's, it's incentive. There's nothing engaging about it. Like, the officer shards are about it, but those level of players are not typically free to play, so they've probably bought what they can get. They're probably using an officer that's usable because it's, <laughs> it's paid, uh, available to pay for. So what is the reward for their engagement? And that is where Trader has said that it's really not been there this month for her. Like, there was absolutely nothing that this loop gave that benefited any other area of the game other than the Borg loop internally, and she did not care. And I think a lot of higher-level players have found that. Now, this is something that that I feel like game design is probably not going to want to hear because rev how many times do we hear well we've got to do something that is relevant to the topic we got to do something that's thematically tied in so you know what i say abandon that if you want to engage if you want to create a self-contained loop so be it that's fine it's still going to benefit the majority of players but you can't forget your most supported highest level of player that do pay for everything so you can't create an engagement loop that supports itself when you make it available for sale Right. So and give something, give something that's not available for sale. Right. Give, like, and like, I think. <sighs> no, I. Sorry, I'm interrupting you a lot, DJ, just because I have a lot of things that. No, please. I'm like prepared you, to say for the first time. I, I just know? think that that you solve a lot of this quote unquote design in a silo by actually spreading your wings a little bit and saying, okay, what are pain points? Hey, G5, real quick, sixty seconds on the clock. What are your pain oh, points? Faction intelligence, right. trillions of resources, 
I don't know, community. What about quantum communicators? Huh? What else yeah, you got I over guess. there? Rodinium? Huh? Look, and, and that's the big question I have. Is like, Hi, is it is it really? Because I do think that you know, defiant solar armadas, Borg solar armadas. That is again, like people were saying, scalable content, right? It's something that is going with you throughout your ops levels. The issue we're seeing from feedback is that at the high ops levels, that content isn't providing rewards that are valuable enough to engage in. Precisely. Is that correct, DJ? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think that, you know, I don't want to say it's an easy fix, but it it's a clear, concise, objective feedback point that is very easy for us to go have a conversation on. And like I said with you, DJ, I was talking with a game designer today about that very thing. And so the thing that I just want to try and focus on when we're having these discussions and like I was talking with you earlier, DJ, is just making sure we're not overlapping multiple points into things. Like these are two clear pain points, right? It's not as easy as just looking at all in a vacuum. Like there's a thing for below 35 and then there are people that are in G5 and they both have valid concerns. And it's explaining why we're doing it for 35 because if we gave more to sub 35, they're going to be absolutely crushed with content and making sure that the content we're creating is valuable throughout the entire scale. And that's why I think it was awesome. I know that you gather some feedback from like Trader and Bubba Joe on things that they would really see as valuable so that I can continue that conversation internally. This and is where the Tupperware conversation yeah. came in, Rev. Because Yeah, this, this is the exact Tupperware thing. Yeah, this, this was the Tupperware conversation because community, the point that I was making, and obviously, you know, we have spent a lot of time on the upper end of the scale. This content is broken at 50 plus like th there's no other word for it yeah. probably 52 plus all right so I, I i do acknowledge and i apologize if maybe that's gotten a little bit more time this month it's literally fundamentally broken i asked rev earlier what do you think the sweet spot is in my opinion it's actually not quite as low as 35 i believe that uh it's probably either 42 or 43 through probably 52 i believe that is the mechanical sweet spot of this content because even a 41 rev can't actually get the warp range to hit a meaningful target they're hitting they're hitting down and costing themselves tremendous amounts of loot yeah. because they with can't the get the warp range with. yeah with the borg when they, they just can't get yeah. the they can't and mt talked about that because they had to use pre-existing versus the dominion where they just went and reset the warp range to lower exactly exactly so so even 40 and 41 they have actually gotten a regressive position this month, Rev. They're down with the 35 and 39 yeah. as it related to Jem'Hadar because they can't hit an appropriate target because of warp range. So I find this target, uh, this content to be probably 42, 43 through about 52 as far as its sweet spot. Outside of their community, you've got a lot of problems. And, and G5 has been talked about a lot, but trust me, 35 through 39 has been discussed as much because of, of their problems being able to engage. And then even more so, Rev, 34 and down, which comes back to the point that I want to clarify when we were talking about the Tupperware. Rev, you even said, I understand that I want players to grow into it. Echo, you said that we don't want to overload newer players into the game, and I acknowledge both of those points. But to both of you, and I asked the community as well, does anybody enjoy or or is anybody in even indifferent to seeing a new arc a new feature uh something bright and shiny that comes into the game 
and you're forbidden from playing. Like, is that a good feeling? It, it's and I, I can understand and totally agree with you that it doesn't feel good. And and that is kind of my point. Well, Where the Tupperware came in community, I said, you know, if you're 34 and down for the last six months now, five months, sorry, five months for the last five months, Rev, you've gotten no new content. Community, do you realize that? For 34 and down, you've gotten no new content in five months. Now, to me, Rev, that is like saying, yo, Rev, yo, Echo, listen, let's go get us a nice big T-bone steak. We'll get some roasted asparagus and a twice-baked potato and only the finest Merlot. All right, kids. I mean, DJ, you're forgetting. I mean, there's a mantis you can't source that they can go after. Just for them. <laughs> that they can't this, get to. But this, that this was my... the 34 and down, you get leftovers. You yeah. get smelly, refrigerated, froze, freezer burnt, Tupperware leftovers. That's what you get. And that is how I view it. Now, if yeah. there are big, huge complaints about grind time, I get that. But I still think it should be on the menu. Rev, I have always been a big player advocate uh, or a big advocate of player choice now sometimes i catch heat for that all right and and i do acknowledge for newer players in the game there is a tremendous amount of stuff to grind but we can't have it both ways do we want our selection of grind or do you want to be prohibited from participation and i would prefer to choose what i do and not be told i can't i i fundamentally disagree because we've seen that one if it's in the game, players feel like they have to do it. You guys have s- stood on that hill all of the time. If you have to choose, just like we're doing with fleet commanders and f- faction credits, you feel like you're losing progression on something. If we add something new and shiny to the bottom, people are going to feel like they're going to have to do it, and then they're going to feel like they're losing progression on it, or we're increasing screen time. I fundamentally disagree with what you're saying right there, DJ. Fair. And That's fair point. I would like to say also... While this this is more of a generalized game design philosophy, right? And we have a, a wide variety of community members here. Some people don't play any other video game ever, right? This is the only thing they play. But I do think that we have a lot of gamers that try different games out, right? How many games in general make content for Brand new content for people just starting. If you think, if I think about most of the games that I've played, all all the MMOs I've played, new content comes out for everybody, but the majority or bulk of it mm-hmm. are for players that have been invested in the game and are looking for a new challenge, right? I understand fundamentally that you don't want the old Tupperware container. Right. But if we make content for everyone, doesn't that sort of diminish the accomplishments and the time and the investment that some of the other players are doing? Right. It's like, oh, I didn't need to come to 35. I didn't need to push to 40 because I level 20 is getting it. Why did I even do this? Let me ask right? a question to a surprise panelist. Ladies and gentlemen, Vice Plantsinet. Beck Likes Plants is here. Beck, let me ask you a yeah. question. Because you were late joining the game. You joined, uh, what, about a year and a half ago now. January 3rd. January yes. th- Happy one-year anniversary. Happy 13-month anniversary. Thank so you. you joined the game in January of 21. 
you came in as a player three years into this game and had to catch up. Now, I, I'm going to ask you a slightly unfair question because I know what seat you're sitting in now, but I remember conversations between the two of us where you simply said the following words, I couldn't get engaged. I couldn't get emotionally attached to this arc because it wasn't for me. I basically sat back and took the month off. I remember that, yeah, whenever I was uh, a content creator. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was uh, last year in the summer, yeah. and I did. And, yeah, and it's the only time I've taken time off from the game, actually. Do you find, did you feel that month that you were motivated to go back and catch up on all the things so that you could get to the point where you could participate? Or, B, did you just tell me you took the month off? No, I, I took that month off. I did. Um, I, my play style, um, I tend to be slower. <laughs> um, and I'm still slow. Uh, but it was not in my head to uh, rush up to get the content because I was so far away, you know. And I think that is a really valuable perspective, Echo, that you guys have inside your four walls now that that you've got to keep in mind. Not everybody is going to be motivated to just jump up and, and hit your targets. There's a large percentage of people, maybe not even a majority, could be a minority, but it's still a large number of people that are going to be like, ah, well, that sucks. I guess I'm just out. Well, and luckily, Vice, or excuse me, Madam Vice President Beck has some information, and we've actually touched on this exact topic before, DJ. So go ahead, Beck. Am I am I allowed to? Go for it. May I? So um, for those who don't know, I am Ops 31, have not moved very far uh, <laughs> um, in, in terms of like the last several months, but... A discussion or several discussions have been had involving uh, sub 35. Um, I have currently been having those conversations with the powers that be about having more content specific to uh, sub 35. Um, because honestly, part of it stemming from that, from being before being on staff, as well as like to now, like. You know, I'm probably what? I'm probably the, the smallest ops level on, on the panel right now, right? If I had to guess. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I play the game. Is your Vidar maxed? I am a player. Is your Vidar maxed? No. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Crazy, right, DJ? 94%er. I, I, I wouldn't have thought <laughs> DJ, that. I logged what, what into my server it? 29 account. Which is my... why I was so dumbfounded when people were like, oh, I'm, I was done with the board grind. I was like, it was really weird for me to hear all this feedback in the beginning. <laughs> well, really you know, shocked. Tiger said the same thing. I may have overestimated how many people were done. Yeah, well, clearly like, not. If only 6% of people are actually done. Crazy. All right. Sorry, Beck. Continue. I, I'm, no, I'm no, just floored by that. It's crazy. No, you're fine. I, um, But I've been having conversations um, internally about there being more content made for those of us who are sub-35 because it can be um, – Kind of like what you were saying. It can be a little bit sad to be sitting at the kids' table and see, uh, you know, people enjoying steak and I'm stuck with chicken nuggets. So um, that's a terrible well, I analogy. <laughs> but I chicken, love chicken yeah, nuggets. Because everybody loves chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's fine. You get, you know, you get crust of crust of bread and water is what you guys are getting down there. Well, I love bread, too. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Just the crust, Eco. though. <laughs> All right. So you've got a big announcement then for 34 and down. Um. 
Do you need I can't fanfare? make any promises, but what I can say is those are discussions that are actively happening um, that I get an opportunity to be a part of. So, yeah, this goes within those conversations that you and Rev and other people were saying it was about like that arc within an arc kind of thing. Not yeah. saying it's exactly going to be that, but I mentioned this a few months ago that you know one of the the live ops people that I think we all really enjoyed his content the the month of the Defiant was actually teasing me with the idea of seeing if something like that would be possible, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, something that Beck just raised to me um, via DM was, we actually have a lot newer, more new players in the game over the past few months. And so 35 is not like that average or that median anymore because we've had an influx of newer players. So rehaving these discussions about where we're setting this content level for and how we're going to do content for people that are coming in. That's oh, the, the point I kind of made a few minutes ago about just kind of designing content instead of overreaching and trying to have one size fits all. I mentioned designing technically I only mentioned it specifically for higher levels, but mentioning having teams that design content for each bracket, just having something that is specifically for lowers, then your mids, then your hires, instead of just doing like one feature that, well, if you're in this large range, you get it. If you're not, it just kind of So to give you some context about sort of the development like schedule for like a 10 poll, that's what people like call it, like for the, like the month, right? Um, arc runners start planning about four <clears throat> to three months in advance for everything. So if you're talking about subsectioning an arc into three sort of sections, you're suggesting making it essentially three arcs within it. And I know you're, you, the, the argument can be made, you know, okay, just run the same events, just throw a new name on it and give the rewards to be something specific for their obsolete level. That's still a ton of work because each reward that goes out is specific for that ops level. So we're taking, instead of one reward that we're like changing for each ops level, we're taking three different types of rewards on three different types of events that we've created and then doing a rewards for it. Well, if correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of tools. And I'm thinking that this well, is something that may be more possible because recently over the past few months, there has been a lot of investment in tools and automation and speeding things up. And so having a conversation like that isn't as crazy as it once was. I, I right? also might but, suggest and, and, and shout out lube. I see him in the, in the chat because he's, he's saying the same thing that I've said to you guys, both publicly and privately for the last several months. It doesn't yeah. need to be a new arc. You already right. well, ran a Devore arc. So just call it up. Obviously, make yeah. some adjustments to rewards, okay? But those events exist in the library. Doesn't that just, just call isn't them that up? Just seen as recycling, but it's it's catching up. It's not recycling no. for new players. It's They've a catch never up. Seen it. They've never had that arc. They've never gotten oh. the Stella arc. Go back to some of these older arcs and just and and look at the event schedule. Now, I'm not suggesting a complete copy pasta. Obviously, rewards have to be scaled with the times. Even milestones mm -hmm. need to be scaled with the times. Some of the mechanics you can add things in like exos and cloaks and that's fine. I'm not saying completely copy pasta, but you've got a framework. These arcs that sure. some players have never seen before. That is new content to them and it also provides 
a catch-up mechanism to them. It's going to provide them the ability to maybe get that older stuff knocked out a little bit quicker so that they can Mm -hmm. look forward to moving to 35 and not feel overwhelmed. You know, back the month that you took off, I don't remember what content it was. It was was Mantis. Mantis. Okay. The month you took off, would you have been more or likely to engage in an original discovery arc or, or an original outlaw arc or, or whatever other things that we've gotten that you didn't have the opportunity to a Vidar, your, your Vidar's not maxed. So, yeah. so let's go back to May of 19 and give you the Borg arc so that you does can mean, get a shot in the arm and max that Vidar at Ops 31 and move forward. It does potentially mean making multiple battle passes, though, because we can't just grab the old battle pass, right? Because the battle pass for the Vidar specifically has a full unlock of the Vidar in it. And that's yeah, that was May of 20. Sorry, I said 19. That's so it's 20. That... Well, uh, that's true. Guys. I'm not, I do I'm want to add saying, a point, and I actually have a tech I'm question. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying that each facet and layer is just time. Well, let me ask this, because to my knowledge, this is how it used to work. Maybe your new tools have changed this. How it used to work is every arc runner for every event, every ops level, all this had to be manually entered in anyway. So is it even that much more time if we're talking about like event structuring, redoing rewards, resetting milestones? Because that's part of what at least it used to be. Maybe new tech tools is easier. You used to have to do that manually anyway. Like if you wanted to set a, a leaderboard for 35 to 39, you had to go manually put in. This is what the rewards are. This is what this is, et cetera, et cetera. Team and then move to the next one. Working on a lot more tools for automation. So that's why I'm saying things like this are most like, are possibly, I don't want to even say most likely, are possibly more feasible, which is why we're having these discussions and why Beck is involved in being that like, hey, I'm sub 35. What about me? And... Mm-hmm. I'm just again. I'm just giving context. I don't know if people are drinking because I, whenever I say context, but it's context, grind, sorry. grind. Take a shot. Grind is the context. No, 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 yeah, I that's the roasting. that's the magic word today. It's grind. Now, I I will say I'm actually I am motivated to hear that because that is a project that Rev, you and I have been working on for six, seven months now is to try yeah. to get these sub arcs. So I actually am very glad to hear that medic and and some of these other players out here in the chat. Like medic is one. He just comes to mind. He he come he messages me. And I don't want to say that he's a constant complainer, but he's very uh, constructive. He's He's very very constructive about it. And he says, God, DJ, I love Star Trek. I love your community. I love my community. I love my Alliance members. I just want to play the game. They're not letting me. And I think your own vice president, Echo, can reiterate to you, can reiterate to you the position that Medic feels. And... And I, I would come back and say, and I do understand, you've got the, the, the one counterpoint, Rev, to, to what you were saying a second ago, is also yep. arcs are a lot fuller today. We demand nothing less. The calendar has to be full. I mean, we're, we're now and looking at... we have at, been both demanding. That, we've been we looking both. at arcs that have an average of 100 plus events that didn't used to yeah. be. Like, if you go way back, community, it was a one event a day take it or leave it we had monthly arcs with 20 events so i I do acknowledge that that the amount of time and work gone into preparing an arc today echo is very different than what it was three years ago i can acknowledge that and the community should acknowledge the calendar that being said 
I still wonder if it is as comprehensive as writing a new arc. Let's say it does take you four months to write an arc. Could it maybe take four weeks to rehash an old one? It's 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 totally possible, right? Because like you're saying, the foundations are already there. Um, I don't know. I don't create the arc, so I need to understand. But the fact that we're having these conversations is where we need to start, right? Like Beck is talking about this internally, like team members are already reaching out saying that they're interested within like a sub arc for people that maybe aren't 35 if the content is at 35. Th- this is a content update, and you know a lot of people don't like the fact that this is all just conversational blue sky whiteboard stuff. That's the purpose of that these types of shows. Final, they want more finalized details, but well, no, I mean, no decision. Can I ask you something real quick? at the highest level? No decision at the highest level. Make a decision in a vacuum. I can't just come on a podcast, have a seven and Scott say, "Yep, that's an action." And we're going to do it. Like but I don't think. That, that's hopefully, how nobody's no, expecting. No that. It's more. Oh, I am for sure. Oh wow! Thank <laughs> you. Do we need to have a rehash of the assault stay of the game pod? Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Please, I got my, I got my like extra time for break. Everybody, we're going to take a yeah. break now. Uh, no, go ahead. So, real quick, Eco. Let me ask you. This was something that me and DJ got told a few months ago was going to be implemented to help with stability of arcs running in the future. And just to piggyback on what we're talking about, um, there is an arc runner every month, and we appreciate them because they work really hard. No matter who it is and how much you grade, how well they did as a player, they work their butts off. So to help that, they were supposed to be getting a secondary, works right under them every month. That was something that got started, what, DJ, six, seven months ago now? How long ago was that? Is that still ongoing, and could that person be in charge of the quote-unquote sub-arcs? I can tell you that the team is expanding, whether they can be in charge of a sub arc, I don't know because I'm not the one making the personnel calls on what they're working on. But I will point to sort of the the scoring of the events for November, December, and this past January. Like compared to the three or four months before that, how many times was there like a snap scoring fix or something wasn't properly done? There are people currently double checking and looking at metrics and trying to make things run as smoothly as possible because we know what a big piece of feedback was and i do know that the team is looking to expand so whether they can or be in control of that because i i don't know but yeah okay also that's an answer i do unfortunately have to take my exit i'm actually like 10 minutes over for a meeting because this conversation's been so awesome well, uh, um, can, can I rapid fire a few items to you or maybe not? I gave you the list sure. yesterday. It was in our private developer chat. I came up with, uh, it looks like seven or eight, just quick rapid fire questions regarding housekeeping items. Were you able to secure answers or Beck, were you able to secure with- answers to the, the bullet points that I laid out in developer chat yesterday as we were heading into today's show? Do, do either of you have answers? Honestly, with what was happening in the community yesterday no <laughs> straight up no can't really get mad at you for that one i know i had i had really I get mad at you about the manis uh about that one you can be <laughs> mad at me for that one but this one we were snap in meetings calls and talking with the community yeah. from 10 a.m till 6 p.m you know jace that was it as a matter of fact he writes he writes, when will Dax, Odo, and Bashir be added to the Bajoran loop? So can I, can I share with you? Uh, question number one out of nine. Okay, question number one out of nine that I had coming in today. 
Can we add Dax and Bashir to the Jem Hadar recruit chest? That was number one on my list, guys. Okay, it yeah. was. Um, he brought it this morning, too, when we were talking. I did. I did. I, I did all that stuff, uh, including adding the rare, the Borg Solo Armada rare chest to 35 and 39, uh, 35 through 39. I added that. Um, I talked about adding the, the uh, you know, well. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not trying to cut you off, but I do, unfortunately, need that. I think that. All right. What what we can do since we couldn't get those answers yesterday for you when you sent them to us yesterday is that we can do our due diligence and follow up them in text. And the next time you have a podcast or you stream on Twitch, we can ha- have so the next. The you're saying we'll go to the next state of the game pod. No, I don't want to wait a whole month. Listen, a month from now it won't even matter. It's not going to be relevant. Oh, no, um, Bashir's always going to matter to me. I love him. Need all right. More. All right. Live long and prosper. Goodbye, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you so much, DJ Rev, everyone here. I'm sorry that I have to take a fast exit. Uh, well, we do appreciate it. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. President, for being here. And and that obvious uh, conversation, obviously, Rev, having a, a little different tone than our last uh, State of the Game together. And, and that was that was all my fault last time. But um, I like a lot of the topics that, that we got a chance to discuss today. I know we didn't get to everything, Rev, but... Uh, before we take our first break, and I know you're probably going uh, to split back off the simulcast to go back to, to your audience and, and talk about that a little bit. But if you don't mind, let me ask you one question before you go. I feel like yeah. this was maybe a better than average feedback session, potentially, and, and probably really truthfully is at the root core of what a state of the game should be. Here's where we are. Here's what we need to do. Here's what we would like to do. What are some ideas about what we can do? That's probably a very, like at its core, that is a, probably a better state of the game than, than what we've had in recent times. Do you find yourself, and I know we ask this question every single month, so it's probably like with a heavy... It's a very loaded question for people like you and I. Yeah. Do you hear what he says, and does that instill confidence in you? Okay, so it's kind of like two-parters. I feel like like a lot of players, because at the end of the day, you and I are still just players. You know, we, we, we're not in the facility. We're not working with game design side-by-side, et cetera. We are bound by things that happen and the emotions that come with it. So with incursions and the complete flop of what that was yesterday it's going to influence some of my thoughts and how i hear a lot of his messages so what i can say is i know for the past six to eight months you and i just speaking from you and i's experience we can definitely say that feedback is being heard and actually turning into change whereas there were times where it was just literally dismissed are things great right now are things running perfect is stuff like yesterday something that we can just sweep under the rug nope but do I believe Eco more than any other community manager this game has had? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, so. I think that's fair. We, <clears throat> we do get a lot more access and a lot more involvement. And uh, Bubba, I'd like to come to you for this. And, and we do still have uh, Beck. So may, maybe what we should do is take a break because um, we do. I, I've got to take a break. Uh, for for the podcast but when we come back maybe we can get a little bit more with Beck and and just naturally because you know everybody likes her so much more we'll have to be easier on her but uh we we can come back and ask a few more questions of Beck if she's willing Beck are you able to hang out or, or do you have to bounce as well like are you able to hang out in an official capacity to continue answering a few questions 
Um, I believe I can. Uh, Ooh. yes, I can. All right. Yeah. Well, then maybe maybe that's what we should do. Uh, Rev and and I don't know if if you guys are in Rev's YouTube and Twitch right now. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in. Appreciate that, Rev. Do you want to stick around after the break, or do you uh, do you need to to branch back off? Because I know you've been on for a while too, right? Yeah, and I got to go pick up my daughter. <laughs> okay. Well, then to you, yeah, thank you so very much, and to <laughs> Rev's audience, appreciate you guys being here uh, simulcasting on the stage of Talking Trek. Of course, next month, Rev, the state of the game happening on the stage of the Rev Deuce. So, uh, and appreciate that rotation. We got worked out with him. We will have Echo and Beck back next month on the platform of Rev's choice. Rev, thank you so much for being here, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're going to take a very quick break. Bubba, when we come back, more with Vice Plancinant Beck and some of your feedback here on the panel, as well as yours in the audience with some of the stuff that we heard and how it instills some confidence or lack thereof. I will also reveal to you a slightly little awesome nugget of a hint possibly for the upcoming month of February and we will talk about things that need to happen it all comes up on the other side of this break my name is ultimate DJs this is talking Trek live Star Trek fleet commands official podcast on this very special state of the game address brought to you by our fine sponsors our special guest interview today brought to you by our title sponsor, allinadvertising.com. No matter your online marketing needs, All In Advertising has a solution. Visit them online today at allinadvertising.com slash talking track. Special thanks today to one of our sponsors, allinadvertising.com. Do you own a business that needs special attention with regards to your online marketing strategy and deployment? Or do you know someone who could benefit from these ever-important services in today's competitive business environment? Well, you can reach out today at allinadvertising.com slash talking track did you know that if you refer someone to all in advertising that you can get paid that's right you can earn up to 20 percent of ongoing marketing services in a referral commission just by helping a friend get on their feet with online strategies last month all in advertising.com paid out over fifteen thousand dollars in referral commissions and you could buy a lot of packs with your cut plus if you sign up as a business owner today you can receive 30 free days of ppc management that's an entire month absolutely free so whether you own or know someone who does, allinadvertising.com is worth the look. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track to start earning more today. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Reprieve Pain Reliever. It doesn't cure your headache, it just delays it half an hour. Is your wiki suffering from winter's cold bite? My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. Don't use those generic ointments. My mom used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? No. Instead, use the new winning formula, Prince Harry's Todger Cream, the first lotion designed to prevent a frostbitten phallus. And I took a smidge and applied it down there. That's all it takes. And you'll have a warmed up willy in no time. It works. Trust me. You heard the man. Prince Harry's Todger Cream. Perfect for your popsicle. Ideal for your icicle. I called this family meeting to introduce everyone to our newest member. Everyone say hi to Clocky. Dad, it's a chicken. Yes, and she's your new sister. And you'll be sharing a room. Why do we need a chicken inside the house, dear? Have you seen the price of eggs lately? Plus, Clucky's been here for less than 24 hours and is already the most productive person in this room. What have you contributed to the family lately, Bobby? Dad, I'm full. 
Okay, but does the chicken have to stay inside? It's 15 degrees out. And I don't think Clucky's gonna fit in Bobby's jackets. This is stupid. Well, I want the top bunk, Daddy. Clucky smells like poopy, Daddy. Is this really necessary? That's it! Unless someone finds a way to pay for Daddy's omelets, Clucky is staying. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your friendly neighborhood feline of non-catborg here on the stage of Talking Track. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast as we return on the February 1st edition, Bubba Joe, the actual January State of the Game address from community managers Echo and Madam Vice Plantsident, Beck Likes Plants is here. Good afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, welcome into our panel and then, of course, our guest. Beck, you're still with us. Welcome. Good afternoon. That windbag, Echo, he didn't let you talk hardly at all. I had to, I had to <laughs> shut him up and literally ask you a direct question before he would even let you say, say hi. Gosh, how rude. How rude. <laughs> it's my fault. I was late. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate you being here. Welcome. So, you know, I have a couple of things that I'd like to clarify, and I, and I feel like this can be a little bit more conversational. Bubba, feel free to, to jump in. We've all got relationships, and we know, Beck, that's one of the reasons that I kind of wanted to, to, to ask you a couple of those questions, because it feels like the perspective that you had seems new and foreign to them when it comes to creating uh, these arcs and this type of engagement for, you know, sub 35 players. So I don't necessarily, uh, want to kind of put you on the spot or put you at odds. I, I don't want to do that to you, but, um, sure. it, the, the perspective that you had, I'm really kind of glad, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about your role in this project related to the quote unquote, I got finger quotes in the air, sub arcs. I'm not going to call it necessarily a sub arc. It may not even present that way, but but mm-hmm. bottom line is you are focusing as a community manager on the experience of 34 and down. Can you tell us more about that project? Sure. Um, I don't have, you know, naturally like specifics that I can really share. Um, but a few weeks ago, um, I started having discussions with uh, a couple of people that I, I was nervous about having discussions with. <laughs> Let's just say that because I am new. Um, and I just came at it from the approach of asking like, hey, like, it, what is the reasoning here? Because I'm new and I wanted clarification and, and transparency on what is the reasoning here as to why um, we have events designed this way. And um, they'd sort of filled me in on a, a lot of our players are 35 and up. Um, However, we've seen a ton of new players 
this last year. I know like me personally, uh, coming from the content creation side, there were a lot of players that started around the same time as me um, that I still talk with almost daily. And so I'm, I'm coming at it from a different perspective, of course, from being a player first before coming into this role. And I had just asked, you know, when when was the last time we had looked into the possibility of including more um, without... I know like there there is a concern of overloading content, but there can be gaps in ops levels um, depending on like where you're at, right? Uh, an ops, you know, 10, 11, 14 is not going to necessarily like be looking at the same content as maybe an ops 26, right? So obviously there's going to be stuff like within all of that, but I just asked like, is is there, when was the last time this was discussed? And we had a, a really good and um, great conversation about all of that. Um, and I've been asked to kind of help share some more thoughts in all of that, which I feel like is a very special privilege to have. And I'm grateful to have a team that is willing to want to have those conversations and chat with me um, and not just relaying the feedback that I'm getting from the community, but also as a player, like sharing my own experiences. Because, I mean, if from me to you guys, I am Ops 31. So there's a lot of content that I don't get to see or touch. Um, and so, yeah, like it might be maybe even a little bit of a selfish ask. Who knows? But th these are conversations that I'm excited to have. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it is selfish because a lot of players find themselves there. Like, Bubba, we see this every single arc. Now, I know that that the concept is is foreign to you as as an advanced player, just as it is foreign to me, just as it's foreign to to Aaron. But you know what? Putz is still 39. Karkin's a 39. And and for the last two months, even though they're in that 35 to 39 bracket and they are still being able to play at the front edge of this Putz, you tell me, Putz, what is your Galinar sourcing looking like now that the arc is over, huh? How's that looking for you? You pretty excited about unlocking that loot gain, officer? I bet you are, right? Big time. Putz ain't listening. Karkin, you? How's your how's your Galinar progression going to happen now that the arc is over? Have I hit the wrong button somewhere? Bubba, they're all broken. Are you broken? I am here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Everybody's I am broken, broken, but I'm here. <laughs> they're they're all broken. Well, let me just ask. Hey, 39 and down. Are you satisfied with your Galinar progression because guess what? It's over. Yes. It's over. Okay. It's a 40. It's working now. Yeah. Hey, there you Not go. Existing. There you go. Wait, hey, Kark, let me ask you. How's your epic hue coming? I bet you're pretty excited to grind oh, that out in the next two, three months. Don't make me cry about that. Yeah, see? <sighs> this is a problem. And, and while, Bubba, I will praise Transparent Day 1, slow, grinders, free-to-play sourcing for Ops 40+. plus. That is a positive move, but... Locking the door, shutting the front gate on 39 and down. Didn't Echo say last time, like, I don't know about last time or when it was, but didn't he say they, they restricted for the Bajoran? They restricted it because they didn't think we could do it, so they didn't want us wasting on it? Yeah. Well, I can do it. Give me my chest. Sure. <laughs> I know Putz feels the same way. I can do it. Putz, Putz has told me, listen, I'm stuck hitting the 41s. I want to hit the 45s. I mechanically cannot. 
you know? So I, I find, I find there to be some frustration with that, especially now that unless something changes and Madam Vice President, I don't know if you, if you can or, or even know, but are you aware of any planned changes to the way the Gallinar and Hugh are sourced? Because if not community, then it's not even a matter of waiting, Bubba Joe. It's not a period of time like the Mantis was or the Defiant was. Like, it's literally, no, you can't have it until you hit Ops 40. And I don't know that I like that. I don't think I can sit here and be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's not, a, that's not fine. I don't know. Beg- Hello, DJ. I've... I've pulled as many Gallinar and Hugh Shards as as uh, Putts and Karkin. <laughs> you've gotten zero. At least you have the chance. All right? I mean, at least you've got the chance. Karkin can't. Beck can't. Beck, I, I don't know. Is it fair to ask you what your Borg officer acquisition this month looked like? Did you get them? Um, I did not. So but in, how in do you- my like in in my defense, it's been uh my playtime has been a lot less this month with the things going on uh, internally. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't want to, which is kind of sad, but full transparency, this is actually kind of a funny thing. Uh, I I had a locked out account for a little bit. <laughs> Wait, what? So You're... I did um, at the start of the arc. My I got locked out of my account. and She got banned for bad language. <laughs> did you get a chat ban? <laughs> No, 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 I was, um, I ended up being one of the few players whose account got reset to ops one. And I had made the decision to wait several days to ask for assistance because I was very focused on work. (laughs) I didn't want it to be like, oh, well, you guys should help me whenever I should be helping players. See, you shouldn't have started those assaults. I'm telling you, you spend those directives, (laughs) you screw everything up, all right? Just don't run assaults. I got back into my account several days later. um, So I, you know, I did get uh, drained pretty hardcore. It was great. I'm sure that sounds that sounds wonderful. (laughs) Uh, I I got finally back in because of Scopely's mess up and I had nothing. Zero. I mean, they they did ask me, well, why didn't you say anything? Well, it just it, it was a busy, busy I was just time, testing so. the customer support cycle. I wanted to see how many tickets I'd have to file. Uh sorry, that was an unnecessary jam. Okay. <laughs> let me let me ask you then. As a player, mm-hmm. knowing that you were busy this month, because this happens, right? You get busy in real life. I've been busy yeah. this month. Bubba Joe is sick. Trader missed a week because she was sick. Like, there sometimes life happens. Mm-hmm. But at least we know we can come back to this game that we know and love and we can make it up. We can do a little extra grinding. We can go kill some Borg Spheres and we'll still mm-hmm. get our officer shards, right? Mm-hmm. Except, no. Like, you missed the month. You don't have the officers. Now, as an Ops 31, Scopely says you can't have them anymore. How does that... How? In what world does does game design think that that instills warm and fuzzies with their players? Bubba, I don't get it. I mean, I... I, I think it, it boils back to, though, that same discussion uh, of Sub-35 in general, that they're... I mean, we've seen a lot of content in general released for 35 and up, um, and not necessarily including 
um, below that. And I think those are just discussions that have just needed to be had and they're happening. Uh, I can't answer about sourcing because I actually don't know the answer of if like what the plans are involving that. Um, and I'm happy to ask, and I'm sure Echo's actually probably following up. He's a lot more tied into that end. Um, but I think it, it, honestly, I think it all boils back down to the same foundational thing, right? So, so I'd like to address something similar to kind of on to, to carry on to what Buck was saying, you know, that this content was built for 35 plus and what uh echo said during his discussion was that hey there's only like and i forget the numbers a very small number what eighteen thousand tier nine vidars not even fifteen thousand fifteen thousand i think 15. there's some context. I, I said 18 i'm sorry i was off by i think there's but, some context we need there though hang on hang on fair, let, me okay. make, let me make my point um so fifteen thousand uh max vidars why would you introduce this content into a game where only 6% of your player base has is really going to engage with it with a Max Vidar? Like, that's the thing that doesn't make any sense. It's like one team was operating under the assumption that we had that half of the players everywhere had a ta- Max Tier Vidar, and the other team was like, yeah, that's not true, but whatever. I don't know about that, Bubba. Remember, Mr. Tiger came out here and says, I apparently have vastly underestimated the number of players who were done with Borg. He was probably looking at that, Bubba, and said, okay, like 6% of the population have done it, so now let's introduce Chapter 2. Because let's face it, Bubba, if after four years, three years, sorry, three years, only 6% have done it, all right, like there's more data that they could look at. Let's say say out of those 15,000, and by the way, we don't know. Beck, do you... Echo pulled this for me, so I don't know if if you even have access to to this query. Do you have access to some extra data? Can we ping you? Can, can we pick your brain on this on these statistics here for a minute? Because I feel like there's a little bit more data needed. Do you have it? I I do not have access okay. to the same things. I apologize. And see, that's where I'm driving. You guys saying, well, there's not a bunch of servers that are four years old, which is why I actually, Bubba Joe, want to step away from the percentage. I want to step away from 6%. Here's why, okay? Yes, if you're looking percentage-wise, then if you count in new servers, Bubba Joe, if you count in servers that have only been open for four months, then there's 0% of a Max Vidar. Agreed? Like, they're going to skew the results. Is that fair? Everybody, we understand how percentages work, right? So they're going to skew the average. But you know what's not an average? You know what's an actual, real, tangible number? 15,000. 15,000. In this entire game, 15,000 max tier 9 Vidars. That is mind-blowing to me. Especially given how much complaining there was this month, Bubba Joe, about the new content and, and how, you know... They wanted to be able to do it, and, and you know, there was all this conversation about the, like, like okay, the, the conversation that came to me about the, the redemption of six directives, I got to be honest with you, I completely dismissed it. You want to know why? Why are you Ops 42 and your Vidar's not maxed? And, and by the way, I'm not unsympathetic to it, because I did the same thing with the Devore, do you remember? Bubba, I came out here and I said, 
I'm in the same boat. Ripper was in the same boat. His divorce was tier five when the fecha came out. We had a lot of work to do to catch up because we made a choice to abandon the content. There's some people in the chat that are saying that they stopped at tier not tier eight, which is something that really happened with the fecha as well, right? That they stopped. They didn't max out their uh, their their minor, right? So they're um, so I, I think that that's part of it, but. Again, it doesn't make sense to build content for such a small number of people. Well, now, Bubba, I'm going to use your words against you because you guys do want content for G5, and it's probably even less of a percentage. <laughs> All right, there ain't 6% of this game at 50+. plus. All right, just throwing that out there, so I'm going to use your words against you. However, I actually do see a reason to build that content, Bubba. I actually do. It's going to sound crazy. But if... If people have actually abandoned the loop, if they quit, all right, then that just means what? The loop wasn't valuable anymore, right? I mean, I think that's fair. Why did you quit the loop? It wasn't because it was one of the best payouts in the game. It was just because, like, you didn't, it didn't have value to you anymore. That's if you quit the loop. If you stopped at Tier 8... That just doesn't make sense to me because the refinery actually scales up at tier nine. You get more rewards, so why wouldn't you? Have, why wouldn't you have done that? It because is the amount of materials you would have to invest into it doesn't doesn't compare to what the go up is, right? It's not like it doubles the payout on that next tier. No, but it it does add up over time. This is like looking at a prime refinery. Okay, it doesn't that, do a whole that lot. Also increase. It also increases the faction credits you get. It increases so faction credits. It, it increases credits. the charged. It increases the active. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I personally, I'm not trying to be elitist, but as a, you know. Now, people said earlier I was crazy. I said by Ops 30, 32, you should max the Bedar. People did say that was too aggressive. Okay, that's fine. If that's too aggressive, fine. But so what is the cutoff point? 34? 36? I mean, I don't think 32 is too aggressive, Sal. Enemy says maybe 35, 34. Maris says 39. I got to be honest with you. I feel like that's too late. Okay. I, 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 I had two Max Vidars by the Ops 35. I, I, I just feel like as much as we talk about one-trick ponies, Bubba, the Vidar was never on that list. Ever. It's universally praised as the game's number one top dog specialty ship. Is it? Why did people give up on it? So I agree that even my perspective this entire month has been skewed because I didn't know the data. Echo dropped that on me today, this morning. Dude, 6%. What? No. 6%? 6%? He was like, yeah, the actual number is 15,000. Let me see if I can find the actual text. I've got it. Now, 15,000 tier 9 Vidars exist in the game as of yesterday. Now, Stout, there's no misinterpretation there. It's not a percentage. Because I said, ignore the percentage. 15,000 total. Uh, and by the way, this could still be misinterpreted to be even less, Bubba, 
because some players are like, well, I've got two or I've got three. So what is that number? Here's what he wrote. This is all I got. 15,000 tier nine Vidars exist in the game as of yesterday. Does that mean that he's counting two for somebody who's got two or are we talking 15,000 accounts? That's still open to interpretation a little bit there, Bubba. But you know what's not is that it's a fixed number. 15,000. 15,000. It might be easier to count the number of people who are hitting that refined number. Let's just assume that it is 15,000 people, Bubba Joe. That would at least be a little bit more forgiving and, and, you know, acknowledge the people who have two or three. All right. Let's assume that it's 15,000 people. May I address that, sir? You know, Echo told us that we had guests in the chat. I can now confirm for you that it was 15,000 people. 15,000 people. So if you have three Max Vidars, then you just count it as one. 15,000 players, Bubba Joe, have a Tier 9 Vidar. Now, that you asked the question, why develop content for that? Beck, let me, let me ask you that question. Is Bubba right? Why develop content for something that only 6% of players can actually engage in? Mm. Hmm. I have a theory. Well, what are they limited from, from not having the Max Vidar? They're not limited. They, they can't do the refines to get the uncommon, right? What? Well, what, does, what are you limited from? What were you limited from if you didn't have a Max Vidar? Before this month, uh, I guess it was just increased quantities, right? You could still do the charge. You could still be active. You could still do the uh, faction credits. You could still do the rep. You could still do the indies. But it was a quantity difference is all. Now, Batman says it's a small increase. I don't disagree with that. Every increase in this game is usually pretty incremental. Um, But that adds up over time, right? I mean, it does add up over time. It's not wildly unlike the Prime Refinery, which now you guys are running on three years' worth of Prime Refine benefits. You you realize that Prime Refine bundle that you spent $100 on three years ago has probably paid you in the neighborhood of thirty to 40,000 materials by now, three years later. Like, it does add up. So, I get it. And I felt the exact same way. I felt the exact same way about the divorce, I gave up on it. I didn't care. All right. So I then had to catch up when new content came. And I would imagine that if that number is truly that low, Bubba Joe, if it's 15,000 now, it could have been 10 or 12,000 at the beginning of January. If it, if it really was, you know what I'm saying? It was probably less than that. Do you think people prioritize their Vidar over engaging in the Borg loop? I don't know. I mean, well, they have to. They can't engage in the Borg loop, Bubba Joe, because they only get six directives at a time, so they can't. They would have had to have maxed the Vidar to engage in the Borg loop. You're telling me an Ops 45 with the Tier 8 Vidar can't engage in the Borg loop? Correct. He gets six directives a day. That's doesn't correct. have to get directives in the game. Well, you mean he could buy them? Correct. Well, I, I guess, yeah, he could do that. But uh, that's... Okay, I'm going to forget about the free-to-play directives I can get. I'm only going to not... buy them. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. You're right. You're right. He but can engage. They, so 
Correct. So why would, I mean, it's possible they were in continuing to try and grow their Vidar and seeing that if they got to a tier nine, but my guess is they didn't. Yeah. I don't think that number grew much last month. I don't think that number grew much. I bet it did. Just to confirm, do they get the extra, that extra chest? We now have three chest options in our Borg refinery. People without a maxed Vidar, they still get that extra chest, don't they? Yeah, they so still in have theory, the, yeah. that should that should speed up that will speed up their progression of upgrading their Vidar. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh we did the math on it the other day. If you're doing triple chests every single day to max one from tier one to tier nine is only twenty seven days. Okay? It's not horrible. I mean it obviously Obviously, it sucks if you're behind, right? If you never did it, now you're behind into this loop. But, you know, welcome to the welcome to my club and Ripper's Club when it came to the divorce. You had to catch that up. Number was, that number was based off of if you had a tier nine already because we didn't do any conversions with the as you tier correct. changes in the chart. Yeah, but Batman said it was pretty small. He did say it was a pretty small increment. Does anybody know? So it's 15,000 at tier nine. What is it at tier eight? What's the charged payout and a tier eight Vidar per chest. If anybody can tell me, then uh, 10 and a ten or 10 and a half. Oh, is it? Oh, Oliver DJ says it's 10 and a half, Bubba Joe. Clearly he knows. All right. What's your ops level now? Like six, right? Oh, he's a seven. He's ops seven, Bubba Joe. He's only seven and he knows all about this game, Bubba Joe. I'm teaching him well. All right, mm-hmm. uh, here we go. Mimi, thank you for the chart. Charged rewards at tier eight is 10.5 thousand. All right, so 10.5 thousand. You know what? You can't. Let, so you're 10 and a half thousand. Yeah, but see, I gave you 27 days, Aaron. That was from tiering a whole ship top to bottom, tier one to tier nine. It's obviously not going to be that for just going from tier eight to tier nine. So let me pull up STFC.space. We'll pass this space. information to Putz, and he'll come back to us. <laughs> I don't How think Putz is, is Putz listening. With a f- All right, here we go. Vidar, here. So I'll, I'll just do this. I've got STFC.space. All right, let's go tier eight to tier nine. Take 663,000 charge probes. All right, 663,000. Now, let's assume that you are in this arc now, and you are doing... 31,500. You're doing the triple pull. 21 days. 21 days is all it takes to catch up. I'm here to tell you, for those of you who started late with a with a divorce, it was far longer than 20 days penalty to catch up. Okay? It was still months. So, 21 days is what it would cost you to completely catch up and begin to start this next chapter. Let me circle back to Bubba's question. Why develop content for 6% of the population? To get them caught up and to get them to engage in the next level, uh, chapter two, if you will, of Borg. Now, did they have to do that? No, I don't think they had to do that. But it does make sense. Like you finish one piece of content before you move to the next. I should have gave a heads up. You know, if it's going to take 21 days, they should have, you know, announced, hey, guys, get your crap ready. I don't disagree. Hell, throw up some packs. I bet you you would have sold. I bet you you would have sold Charge Nanoprobes packs, Bubba Joe. If three days before the arc, it says, okay, you need to have a tier nine to even play in the next arc. 
I bet you they would have made a little bit of money. Actually, no. You know how many complaints there would have? <laughs> Bubba would have thought if Adare was coming out and he would have. He might have. Yeah. He might have. <laughs> Who knows? So I, I do think that that particular piece of it, Beck, you've had these conversations with the higher ups. I would imagine that some, you and you haven't shared this, but I would imagine that that some of that general perspective is indeed just that. Let's close the book on on chapter one, which is now three years old. It's time for a sequel, right? Like just they wanted to make another movie. Yeah. I am honestly not sure of because like you know, full transparency, this stuff gets planned um in advance. And I, I happen to come in in an interesting time. So I'm not in all of the discussions, haven't been in some of the discussions. Um, but you you did you mentioned earlier that you had a conversation with them about developing 34 correct. and down content. Correct, yeah. So their reasoning for developing, you know, that that point of cutoff, their reason for introducing content that does uh, n- – that isn't accessible to everybody has got to have a general purpose, right? Which is to, to move forward. I would imagine. I mean, that's the only thing I can think. Um, my understanding from before, uh, was simply that that was for a while. The, in, in every, in every like work, you know, there's a there's a target audience, right? And so I think my understanding from before is that that kind of used to be the target um, was 35 and up. And I think honestly, because this player base, you have so many players that have been around since year one, right? I mean, whenever I first started playing, it was almost, I don't know if you remember DJ, but it was almost like everybody was like, oh my gosh, new blood. I am so excited. We're going to see you experience all the things for the first time. And so it wasn't, I don't think it was as common to hear and see a lot of new players, uh, but we've seen so many new players come in this year. And so I think it's, I don't know, like having those things looked at now, um, not that they weren't before, but I mean, like really looked at um, with having a different kind of perspective uh, is almost, I don't, I don't want to say refreshing because that makes it sound like I'm tooting my own horn and I'm definitely not. Um, but I, I am an anomaly here, right? <laughs> so, um, so I can't really speak on like the purposes from before because I wasn't a part of those conversations. Uh, and quite frankly, like I haven't asked too many questions revolving the past because I know that there are a lot of changes moving forward that they want to make. So... Let me ask you back. I know you've got to go here in a few minutes. You've got a meeting that you got to get to. Um, but from your experience as a player, uh, let, let me ask you this, just a little bit of background on you. Have you ever, have you ever worked in game design? Like, are, have you worked in ops? Have you written video games or, or events or, or do you have experience on that side of the aisle? No, no, just as a player. Okay, so as a player, if you're if you're coming in and and you already gave us a piece of your perspective earlier, but but now if you're a player that comes in, 
and you've been in this game less than a year. You said in 2022 we added a ton of new players. If that were the case, as a new player, which you were, were you satisfied working your way through the older loops, or did you want to be basically like super accelerated, fast-tracked up to a, a reasonable point where you could actually participate in the game with today's events and today's mechanics. Like, do you feel that your game experience was less than great because you joined this game late? No, um, because I didn't have anything to measure it up against, right? I, I came in literally brand new. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. And so I just came in as a player and... In terms of moving through ops levels, I discovered that like my journey was a lot different than a lot of you guys because they made a lot of changes in the game throughout the years to make it a little bit easier in the beginning to kind of get through some content um, and get through some of those ops levels. Um, however, you know every every player is different. Everyone has their own play style. Some people want to go really fast and get as strong as they can. Some people want to play super casual and, you know, go pretty slow. I kind of was in the middle, right? Um, and, I, and I documented everything. I literally documented everything, uh, all of my um, opinions, the um, going through the different arcs that I was participating in, all of the things. I never, I personally never rushed anything uh, in terms of like my own definition of rushing. Uh, but I am also a check all the boxes type of player. <laughs> so, so do you feel that as at least for, from your perspective as a new player, and it may not be shared by all, but for you, you didn't care that there was content in the game that you couldn't do. You just wanted to work to on honest, your loops. No, but I, I think it's because I like I didn't have a feeling of missing out until the Mantis month. What changed that for was, you that, that month? That was, to be honest, uh, what changed that month is there weren't events for me. That was the first time that there literally wasn't anything for me to do. Um, and the advice was given to me, well, you can catch up in other areas or things like that, but I was caught up. Um, and so it it was a very interesting place to be. That was, that was the first time that that had happened to me, um, and that was what, seven months into playing? So, yeah. So Vic says that a lot of players are probably like Beck and that they uh, don't rush to 40 or even 35 and they just enjoy the experience of growing as they want to grow. So let me ask then, and and Bubba, this is kind of a loaded question. And Trader, welcome to the show. Good evening to you. I'm I'm curious, and it's been ages and ages since you guys were there, but but from a game design perspective, these players, like Medic, who are complaining that they can't engage in the new arc at less than Ops 35, I'm going to ask a very dangerous question, community. It doesn't mean that I feel this way. I'm just kind of exploring all options here. Is that a valid complaint? Because... 
Beck, you said the difference in the Mantis month was you didn't even get events. Well, ever since then, events have been in place. Sub-events have been there. If there was a 35-plus mm-hmm. event, there's been a sub-event. So let me, add, let me just add Medic's in the chat, and, and that's why I keep using his name today. Medic, let me ask you. You couldn't play. You haven't been able to, to engage in the new content because you're not Ops 35. But you've had events. You've had things to do. You've had rewards. You've had things that, that you can do. Are you feeling more like you're missing out on the new content? Or should you rather be looking at the stuff that you need to check off your list so that you can get to Ops 35? Like, Am I, make, am I asking that question right, Trader? I, so I, I would... I'll tell you what I tell the players in my alliance that are below ops that are below ops 35. So they're not participating in it. I tell them that there is so much that you have to be doing Mm -hmm. that. This is so uh, unnecessary in this moment to your progression. that It's okay that you don't have it to do because they do have a lot. They, I mean, they have almost too much, honestly. Well, that's what Echo said. Echo told me, I fundamentally disagree with you, DJ. I firmly believe that that Ops 34 and down already have too much to do, and I stand behind the decision to keep them out of these new loops. It floored me, Trader. It absolutely shocked me to death to hear him say that. Is he right? Yeah. Is he right? Having not heard any context for that comment... That sounds very similar to what I tell my lower level players, which is pace yourself. It's coming. (laughs) And when it comes for you, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. When you hit 35 and boom, everything opens up on top of what you're already trying to accomplish. I I mean, honestly, I I think that, I think that there is value and so many players do move so quickly up to ops 30. Now it's very easy to get to ops 30, you know, in in basically no time at all. Mm -hmm. And then you still have to make up for your, um, your Stella loop because that research is so critical to player advancement. You do, they do need to be doing the board loop, um, the lower level board loop. So, I, I think I agree with Eco on that as much as it pains my heart to say that. It's it it's <laughs> kind of a wake up call for me. It's a wake up call for me because I would not have felt that. But that is not consistent with the feedback that I get from the community. Well, I think you can't underestimate FOMO. That's all I'm gonna say. Shorten the time frame to get the specialty ships. Otherwise they are spending too much time trying to catch up. But if you gave them the ships, they'd be up and ready to do the new content and be able to push forward faster. But having to sit back and get your Devor, get your Franklin, get your Vidar, one, you know, making a choice each week, deciding on which one, mm-hmm. is slows it down so much that it makes his argument rational. But if you remove that time frame, it allows... He, Echo asked, what's the difference between this game and other games in re- regards to low-level progression? Well, this game, sure, it has gotten better, but they don't. you're still limited with the, the specialty things that you need and what you can get. Other games give those to you to push those people further and faster. 
couple of comments in the chat. Uh, Cruzito tells me that that is consistent with the feedback. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, guys, listen, what the, the biggest piece of feedback that I've taken over the last few months is 34 and down want the new content. Like, how do you misinterpret that? There's who hasn't seen that in the chat trader who has not oh, seen, seen it. Yeah. I don't think there's any <laughs> misunderstanding. That. I think it's from my own alliance. I see it there too. I understand that that's what they want. Sometimes, you know, like my mother used to tell me and I kind of shudder to repeat this. You can't always get what you want. Well, I, I mean, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of, I'm kind of mind struck today because if Echo is right, and I'm hearing now in the chat that that he's right, then do the complaints of 34 and down missing on these new loops. Like, are they valid? Now, yeah, <sighs> I think I think it's also like as a as a okay. Jumping back to that parent example that Trader just said, my child always <laughs> keeps on wanting after me for chocolate. He wants chocolate. That's he sad. wants lollies. But you're yeah. not always going to get what That's you sad. want. What's not good um, for them. I don't want to necessarily jump away. I do have a meeting. Um, Let me ask you one last question, and then and then we we shall release you. Of course. <laughs> if release you into the wild. Yeah, you you'll be free. <laughs> we'll set you free. Um, with these ideas of sub arcs, all right, or or these ideas of of thirty four and down sub events, whatever mechanic you you guys are going to call it, is. Can, can we count on you, Madam Vice oh President, to to advocate for the following position? Obviously, I'm not asking you to deliver. I, I understand your role. Um, Karkin, I want to hone in on your point, and I see it in the chat. I see this in the chat now that 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 people are yeah, examining. people are loving it. People are liking Karkin's ideas. So many times I was right. <laughs> take screenshots <laughs> of it, Karkin. We'll we'll make it into a frame. Back. When we're looking at these sub arcs or these these catch up type monthly series for lower level players, can we strongly encourage? And we did kind of mention to Echo, like just go back and look at how the original arc was indeed structured. It didn't take ten weeks to earn a Vidar, did it, Bubba Joe? It took twenty days. Mm. If you missed the original Borg arc then you had to go through 10 weeks of cosmic cleanup to get the blueprints to build it. If you were here during the Borg arc, you got it in milestone 20 of the battle pass. USS Discovery, same thing. 10 weeks in cosmic cleanup. You got it in 20 days in the battle pass. Meridian, you had to wait three months to get it in an event store or you earned it in 20 days in the battle pass. If we're going to look at catch-up mechanics, Madam Vice President, mm-hmm. I am going to ask you to advocate for the 34 and down community to accelerate, in Karkin's example, the acquisition of content that is two and three years old. It doesn't need to take two and a half months of cosmic cleanup. And by the way, that two and a half months of cosmic cleanup is singular. You focus on one ship at a time. You've got the Vidar in there. You got the Franklin in there. You got the Disco in there. You got the Amalgam in there. There's 40 weeks 
before you could have those four ships. Or you can run a sub arc and you can you can get them the same content that we got. If it is true that it's new to them content, then why should it take them five times as long as it did us? If it's going to be their first run through of Borg, then should they not get to Vidar 20 days like we did? If it's going to be their first run through of Franklin, should it not be a 20-day ship instead of, instead of 45 days like it was for us? Sorry, 75 days, two and a half months. Can, do, does that concept click with you? Does that make sense? It makes sense. I I have. Is it something you, you can know, get behind? You know me. I love my list of things to follow up on, and I have written it down on the list um, because this was not something that I had that I had personally brought up, and I would love to follow up on it and see and have those discussions. I would very much appreciate. That making its way into the conversation. If you're going to be our champion for 34 and down, then I think we could probably come up with a few talking points for you to really support your support your cause and and catch up mechanics on ships. I think that's got to be community. That's got to be probably one of the one of the top five issues, wouldn't you think? I think. And you know, listen, I'm not saying Maris. I'm not saying just give the ships, okay? But I mean, we are in a, in an arc, 20 days. Full engagement, right, Bubba Joe? That's how we got it. Why should that not be available? If we're trying to preserve the new player experience, then let's give them the new player experience. Let's give them the first run of that arc experience. Let's give them a disco, a disco in 20 days. Let's give them a Vidar in 20 days. And a Franklin. Oh, All in 20 days. Ladies and gentlemen, Madam Vice President Beck likes plants, spending extra time here on the State of the Game Address. Appreciate you so very much. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Beck. Have a good day. I appreciate it. And I, I know I missed the first bit of the, of the show, so I apologize. And if there's anything that you knew you it was going to be about an incursion, so you were just dodging out. <laughs> Run. I actually, I'll wait, I'll wait I actually don't mind asked. talking about incursions. I've been... This is one of those are the one of the things that I've been very uh, involved in those conversations. So, uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't mind that at all. <laughs> Mara says, "Is the Botany Bay given the new players? Uh, I think they. You know what? It was for us. Probably another battle pass thing, Bubba Joe. I don't know how does a player get a Botany Bay now. I think Botany it's missions. It? It's missions. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it missions. So that one, that one is still not a problem. Like that one, you do the missions, you get the yeah. you get the ship. Just like the first Franklin was missions." My, go back and grab one of those original missions from Disco. Put it as a reward in the mission. Throw it in the holodeck. Lots of mm. ways we can do it. Beck, thank you so very much. Uh, we are Absolutely. going to take our final break. When we come back, Bubba Joe, final grades will be issued for January, notwithstanding what we've done here in the last 24 hours with Incursions, plus a try at Talking Trek's battleship. We have not yet found one of the three final ships hiding out in space. Bubba Joe, you have a chance to win up They're to sneaky, 2,500 materials 2500 uncommon materials you have a chance to win on the other side of this break my name is ultimate djs this has been the official state of the game address by our community managers here on the stage of talking trek star trek fleet command's official podcast special thanks to our uh, title sponsors today in part bringing you our state of the game address back in a sec <laughs> 
Our special guest interview today brought to you by our title sponsor, allinadvertising.com. No matter your online marketing needs, All In Advertising has a solution. Visit them online today at allinadvertising.com slash talking trash. Special thanks today to one of our sponsors, allinadvertising.com. Do you own a business that needs special attention with regards to your online marketing strategy and deployment? Or do you know someone who could benefit from these ever-important services in today's competitive business environment? Well, you can reach out today at allinadvertising.com slash talking trek did you know that if you refer someone to all in advertising that you can get paid that's right you can earn up to 20 percent of ongoing marketing services in a referral commission just by helping a friend get on their feet with online strategies last month all in advertising.com paid out over fifteen thousand dollars in referral commissions and you could buy a lot of packs with your cut plus if you sign up as a business owner today you can receive 30 free days of ppc management that's an entire month absolutely free so whether you own or know someone who does, allinadvertising.com is worth the look. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track to start earning more today. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Hyde Laundry Detergent. Put on clothes washed in Hyde, and you'll want to wear something over them. EA Sports presents Madden Football 2023 with all new ref mode. Did they rule them down? Hold up, wait a minute. A game so realistic, you get to control just how atrocious the officiating is. Had that been challenged, it would have been overturned to an incomplete pass. With levels ranging from false start beginner mode to game-changing pass interference expert level, you determine how much these clueless bozos stand in your path to victory. Dude, I just unlocked overtime meltdown mode. I've never had to play a game this difficult before. Madden 2023 Ref Mode. There's no way this is a close call. EA Sports. If they can mess up the game, it's in the game. You've tried all those other online tax preparation softwares. Now get ready for the best one ever. Introducing Tax Loops. With Tax Loops, we'll make sure you're writing off everything. Are you sure I should be writing off my car payment? I work remotely. You used your car to go to a job interview last year, right? Well, yeah, but... Cha-ching! You'll never pay your full share ever again. The state is giving me money back? How? I didn't give them a dime all year. And you'll never have to with Tax Loops, the only tax prep software that lets you stick it to the government for a change. Jesse is a friend. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Appreciate you guys all being here. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. As we get ready to wrap up, Bubba Joe, actually moving beautifully on time. Two hours and 35 minutes are on the clock. Did I do that right? We went on the air at 2 o'clock, right, Bubba? It's 4.35. That's two and a half hours. I've got my clock set for 35 minutes, and Bubba just dropped the stage. Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, he's not He's not feeling good. I understand completely. I understand. Trader, welcome. Uh, appreciate you being here as well. I, I think I'm doing good on time here, which is crazy. That's insane. It is. If I can actually watch when this clock starts blinking and get out of here, then we'll have a show that's on time today. 
Mind crazy. Mind blowing. Server 170, Ops 49, Lexel. Uh, I welcome you to the stage. We are going to open the stage for some of your questions here today. I saw yours in the chat, Lexel, and I want to issue a clarification. All right. Lexel writes in the chat. By the way, welcome. How are things on Server 170? How was incursions? Hi, Jack. Can you hear me? I got you. How how were your incursions? You have have fun? Uh, Horrible. It was good rates. I got 200 billion twits. I got almost uh, 200 billion steel. And I was really lazy waiting, but (laughs) the 257, there were like 10, 15 ways people were saying, hey, I don't want to wait here anymore. There's still 60 billion steel and 10 billion to it in this space. Goodness Can gracious. please someone come? And no. Yeah, no, and, and no. his final score no trader one. was seven. And there were like <laughs> 10 players online at least that are crazy <laughs> raiders usually. Uh, it was a total mess. Well, you know, that's, and that's what... And I found a... out how you can score in the event. What was actually broken? The, uh... You could... I exploited it to make it top one uh, in the leaderboards on my test account and on my big account. And following, I teamed up with a guy from the other server. I told him, okay, we are doing this. I found it out how it works because I waited in the beginning place. I had the horizon somewhere and started to repair ships in their base. So what was happening? Why, why did people not I score? Hate, yeah, I hit a base. He repaired this legionnaire and hit it with a 2 million amalgam on my small account. And I won. And then I saw bling bling points. And then attacked him again. Then I saw no points. And when I had again uh, the legionary in the base, I got points. Wait, are you talking and about... Are you talk- hold on, hold on. Are you talking about the damage yeah. leaderboard or are you talking about the rating leaderboard? The rating leaderboard. And the damage leaderboard. Both. The damage one makes when, sense. Yeah. Both, both. The, the damage both. would make sense. If you've got no ships and the base is, is cracked, then there is no damage, right? There's no more hull yes. left. So that makes sense. But the raiding one, that yes. was the one that was that was messed up. So so they had to have – so if yes. you repaired one gun, if you repaired one gun, then no, it was no working. Guns. No guns. I told later when I teamed up with the guy, I told him I could – Fly my armor gun outside my station. You fly your armor gun outside your station. You repair your Rialto. I repair my Rialto. You hit my station. I hit my station. We both dock. We both repair the Rialto. We both fly our armor gun out. And every time when a player repaired a ship in a station and no guns, and you could hit a station with your armor gun for like 100 million steel, you you scored as invader 300 million points. Hmm. So crazy. every time you hit a station with a repaired Rialto, no matter what ship it was, how much cargo it has, it scored for damage for the Rialto, and it scored for the resources he took out of the station. So that's why also people reported the, the damage dealer is broken because they deal only damage when there are ships in the station left. But it was exactly the same mechanic that was broken for waiting. You got only waiting score when there was actually a ship in the station left. And wow. most people, especially Ops 4950, they crack a station with a ship that has only 200 or maybe 500,000 for the Ops 60 guys, cargo space, and they crack the station with their, the Derricks on our server with 460 million or something. He, he flew in this 57 like like 20 times with his three level 60 ships. 
and he scored for cracking that station uh, 500,000 loot. And everyone else that followed killing that station scored absolutely nothing. Nothing. You know what? That's actually, thank you, Lexo. I appreciate that. And I saw your other question. I'm going to answer that here in a minute as well. Trader, you know what that tells me? Which is actually, see, again, why, why, can't they, why can't they ever say that they're working on stuff that we've actually asked them to? Trader, did you actually hear, like, have, were you able to, to analyze what he was saying? You know what they Not- were doing. What were they doing? They were trying to eliminate humping dead bases for points. Well, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. Although my understanding is they didn't achieve that. No, no, they didn't. They didn't, obviously. Okay, and, and that's fair. They, they, it failed. But, but it shows that they were actually trying to do something that we have asked them to do. Now, it didn't work, and, and obviously they've got to get back to the drawing board. But you know what? Let me just say, yesterday, I don't know, call me crazy, yesterday wouldn't have been nearly the disaster if they had come out and said, okay, guys, we actually tried to turn off humping dead bases for points because you know, we know you've been asking for that. There's clearly a problem with that. We, we messed something up. We're going to take it offline, but this is why it's broken is because we were trying to eliminate humping dead bases. Community, call me crazy. Would yesterday have not has been as much of a poop show if they had communicated that? Oh. Because we've asked for that. It would have been a complete poop show as it was yesterday. But people might have been a little bit more understanding of why something me- mechanics weren't working the way they were supposed to because they'd been changed for a specific purpose. But it would have been a poop show. Tilly, That's I'm not weird. saying that it that it's working properly. Okay, raids don't have repaired ships in. I, I get that. What I'm saying is they were trying to alter the way that points were being issued based on a dead ship or based on and, and instead of just lumping it into the rating event or I'm sorry the kills event they they obviously accidentally changed that mechanic in some way that it, it spread to the other events so clearly it it was not working properly but that's exactly what they were doing did you hear what he said even in the damage dealer event that means a totally different event the damage dealer event wasn't working that way either and it used to. Same thing for the kill leaderboard. Okay? That one wasn't scoring, except for the first hit. So that is actually something they were trying to fix that we've asked them to. All right? Now, it failed. Clearly, it failed. Yeah. <laughs> All right? But at least that is a plausible explanation for why it got broken in the first place. Okay? <sighs> anyway. No, I didn't say it was your fault, Greg. I'm saying they should have said something. If they had come out and said, okay, we are trying to fix this humping problem. There's way too much humping out there, community. Y'all stop humping each other so hard. All right? And hey, it's, it's fun. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Just sit there for seven hours and just hump your little brains out. Okay? <laughs> there was no hump. Scopely was not endorsing humping yesterday. All right? Hey. Hey, it's it's why Ari and I both have uh, summer birthdays. We know what our parents were doing. In the of winter. <laughs> That's right. I know. You want to talk about some stamina? Who's who's got the patience to sit there and hump a dead base for hours on end? Okay. Not me. Clearly, I that's we're not supposed to be. To if we're not supposed to be humping so much, then why did I have a whole day for it? <laughs> that's right. You had twenty-four <laughs> every people, week. People took a day off of work so that they could go hump bases. Listen. 
joking aside, clearly it didn't work. But that's clearly what they were trying to do. And I kind of feel like they should have just said that. You know what I'm saying? Just say that. And, and I'm me personally, I'm probably a little less fussy. Probably. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, now. Chat right now. Chat right now is amazing. Yeah, you guys are the best. I love all this. <laughs> You're right, housekeeping, but they don't communicate. Like what? I mean, they have been. They have been communicating, but like that's that's a perfect example of one that got missed. Like you just say that. I'm telling you, I guarantee it, Trader. There would have been the the amount of vol uh, the volume of smoke pouring off of this tire fire, this tower mountain of tires. Okay. Would have been about 20% smaller. Only about 20%, but it would have been. It would have been. All right, now. <sighs> Hammer, that's actually a really good point. If they knew they were working on that, why couldn't they reproduce it? Because left hand don't talk to the right hand. All right? They didn't even tell me that, that that's what they were working on. Lexel just told me what the new scenario was, and now it becomes obvious to me what the engineers were trying to do, but the engineers didn't tell anybody. They clearly didn't tell Echo. They clearly didn't tell Live Ops because I'm talking to Live Ops the other day, and they have no idea what's going on. Not that that's their fault or their responsibility, but they didn't know what was causing it. Now all Lexel has to do is explain to me what the actions were, and now we clearly, I clearly know engineering was trying to solve that problem. And they just didn't tell anybody. Or it rolled out, and it wasn't actually ready to roll out. Captain Planet says, to be fair, I'm an engineer myself. Telling other people what I'm doing is the absolute worst. I hate it. It's kind of necessary, bud. <laughs> it's a little bit, little bit necessary. All right. Anyway, all right. I digress. Um, there was something. Oh, Lexel. Let me come back to to the claim, Karkin, that I made about the Vidar. I said going from Tier 8 to Tier 9 would only take 22 days. That is correct based on the Tier 8 refinery. Also, I claimed uh, on a previous show, Trader, that it would only take 27 days to max a Vidar from Tier 1 to Tier 9. That is, in fairness, sli- that was when I was referring to a second Vidar. Which community? I am now going to tell you. You remember how I said, Trader, I was going to was going to hold off until I knew a little something something about February, and then I was going to make my decision as to whether or not I was going to build another one. You know what I'm saying? Like to to make better use of the time of my exos and things like that. Can uh, I told you I was going to wait before I started investing in a second one because I don't want to be surprised and be pissed off that I spent all my charge nanoprobes. Remember me saying that? Anybody? Don't build a second Bedard. <laughs> Based on these reasons. That's if you that, want it for your own. That's your hint, okay? Uh, oh, oh, man, I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button, and the mic pot was not up. I don't, don't build a second Bedard. Uh, as a matter of fact, if, 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 I, I, let, me, let me just read. Uh, so what are we saying? Save charge nanoprobes? I mean, I'm not saying save them. But don't waste that, them. Are you saying that players shouldn't fly around in five or six or seven maxed Vidars? 
Well, I mean, if they've already spent it, what are you going to do, right? If it's already done, what are you going to do? You've already got it. You've already spent them. Like, whatever. Go ahead and enjoy them with the XOs, okay? I'm just saying, if you were like me and you were on the fence about whether or not to actively begin spending one point or 2.6 million charged nanoprobes to build another Vidar, don't. Okay? Don't. Now, I'm not saying drop out or, or save. I'm not saying save. Don't pull yourself out of the Borg loop. That's obviously going to continue to be important, Trader. Um, but I probably wouldn't be spending charged nanoprobes on reputation bundles either. You know, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> Ooh. So, Lexel, your question how long does it actually take to build a second Vidar? Don't matter. Don't do it. How's that? <laughs> Where's Bubba? Get Bubba back. Where's Bubba? Bubba! Bubba! I need you to know how much I love you before you abandon me. Bubba! <laughs> Burning Kronos just says, well. going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, I made sure to PM. Jesus, PJ. I'm dying over here. I made made sure to PM Bubba so that he knows what he needs to go back and listen to. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oliver DJs is like, are you alive? What? What are you saying? You can hear me all the way up there? I'm trying to be loud and obnoxious and silly. Oh, God. Anyway. Woo! Is there anything else? I am loving the chat right now. This chat is amazing. You guys are making me so happy right now. Oh, fun days. All right. Shinjo says what? Is this the no incursion chest? I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not even in the game. Hold on, let me. I throw uh, I it can uh, it's three strange world's pike shards and eight hundred ultra recruit tokens. Damn, that's not even the bi week chest. It's like worse than that. Ew, dude. Grosso. All right. You know what? I, I don't have anything else. Are we Are we good? I actually, crazy enough, I still got 15 minutes on the timer. I'm kind of feeling like ending early. You guys want to play a game of Battleship? Can we do a game of Battleship? And then and we'll just quit? I want to play. Oh, you want to play too? Yeah. Oh, Oliver DJs wants to play. Who's going to let Oliver play for him? You're not, not doing Ooh. grades. Oh, crap. Grades. Yeah. I forgot about grades. Okay. <sighs> All right, fine. Hold on. Let me. I gotta hit this other button. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. We gotta. We gotta do final grades. Can you? Can you tell me what grade did you give to January? Did you have fun? Yes. Yeah. Did you? You and your Op Seven account. What did you do this month? This month I did like sleeping. <laughs> you did like Trader. That did you hear what he said, Trader? 
He said, this no. month I did some sleeping and I played some Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched um, some cartoons. I don't watch cartoons you, anymore. Oh, you're too big for cartoons? Oh, I watched mm. cartoons. Yeah. Uh, Bubba Joe pointed out that He-Man, She-Ra, and Voltron all got new uh, new uh, shows on Netflix. And so I was watching those this weekend. It was pretty amazing. Was it? It was uh, pretty amazing. Didn't... And now I feel really old. Didn't Shauna tell us that she was doing something with that new He-Man show? Or maybe she knew someone that was working on it or her sister was working on it? That's amazing. Didn't, yeah, it's a small world. That new, uh, that new He-Man show. I'm pretty sure Shauna, Shauna mentioned it. I don't remember what she said about it, but I'm pretty sure she had something uh, to do with that. Look, and, and look at Dr. Juby is throwing stones at my nerddom because apparently the Voltron one came out six years ago or something. Whatever. Meh. <laughs> I enjoyed it this weekend. That's all that matters to me. All right. Uh, let's see. Final grades. Final grades. All right, here. I need you to press that button. Will you click that button, please? Yeah, that one right there. All right, final grades. I'm going to do this real quick. Now, listen. IJ says, here we go. Listen. I have said more than once that given my current ops level... I fully acknowledge that I am right in the sweet spot for this content. Okay? I can understand why 34 and down, maybe, Karkin, even 39 and down are going to be like poo, poo, poo. And I can certainly understand why 53 or 54 plus are also going to be like poo, poo, poo. Okay? Poop, poop, poopity, poop, 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 poop. Well, I have Bubba Joe's to read. You've got Bubba's. Whenever you want all I right. got bubbles. And right. my you own. Stop hitting buttons, dude. You kill me with the buttons. So let let's start here. And by the way, I want you guys to look in the um, in the graphics room. I wonder if I put this up here earlier. Oh no, that was that was feature grading. Ladies and gentlemen, um, Rev did a survey, and uh, the results are somewhat interesting, Trader. Results are somewhat interesting. I gave you feature grading. Why don't I see the actual... Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can... Oh, I can't see... Okay, I can't see... I don't. Did he do a final overall grade? Bubba? Yes. No, uh, Rev in this oh. survey. Would you please stop squirming? You're like a little worm. You're wiggling and it's driving me nuts. Oh, sorry. Am I squ I'm squishing him against the desk. He's sitting on my lab trader. I'm squeezing in on the desk to try to read my monitor because my eyes are old. And he's squirming around. He's like, Dad, you're cracking my ribs. Oh. <laughs> Poor kid. Sorry. Why didn't you just squirm out of there? That's what you were trying to do, wasn't it? I'm silly. Sorry, buddy. Anyway, long story short, I can't find the actual thing. But, Trader... Over 57% of players actually gave this arc a B or better. Now, I know that's hard for you to believe, but I'm telling you, for the sweet spot for 43 through 52, this arc was pretty solid. I'll give you my grade coming up. Uh, Karkin, why don't you go first? Karkin. Oh, God, he's smoking. I'm oh, coming. Okay. I just had to. No, <laughs> takes a sec to get back from the game. All right. <laughs> what do you got? Um, 
while the events were engaging and I found them very uh, symbiotic, a lot of the times you would complete one and get a lot done. You could, they were very well organized in that manner. Um, the officers, wonderful if you had the ability to get them. To get them, yeah. Ex excellent addition to the match. Uh, it would be nice to have the, the rare directive chest for purchase, but at least we did get the chance this time around to get them rather than being left out of that. So it did contribute to the ability to do the events more. Uh, I did not like the way the events were structured, the being the first time we have this resource. Um, the first few events, there were way too many ties, which uh, ended up with conflicting issues on many occasions with people's rewards, like being 10 spots difference for the same points, being totally cut out of you know higher rewards based on um, an apparent miscalculation or like, how do they even judge who gets first in a tie? They say it's the last person who got there, but that's not the case. They actually say it's the first person who got there, but it doesn't work. Like, we've known yeah, forever, it doesn't work. It's, so running events, on I know in the future, based on people saving, whatnot, different variables, it, it will be different. But first time, that's out. it's always hard, uh, especially you know for all three. Uh, you can never proceed or never, with no tie-breaking issue, there's those issues. And then there's no ability to grind further. Uh, you just have to get what they give you and then wait for someone to pass you with something bought. So those events can be hard if you've actually, you know, do make an attempt and, and come up short just based on that aspect of not being able to do anything further. All in all, let's wrap this up with a C minus. C minus as an Ops 39, correct? Yes. All right. Somebody had mentioned that's an odd number, uh, Trader, uh, that 53% of Rev's audience gave the Ark a B or better. 47% of his players surveyed were Ops 39 and down. They weren't even, like, I mean, obviously a lot of them were, Trader, but 53% were Ops 39 and down, 47% giving it um, a B or higher. See, to me, that actually is like a perfect split, right? 39 and down really didn't like it, and and 40-plus did. But then you've got the 53 through 60 uh -huh. who didn't. There's no yeah. way they could have liked it. You know what I'm saying? There's no yeah. way they could have yeah. liked it. So I'm I not sure. I like the aspect with the armadas, the separateness, like the way that the solo armadas are different uh, than the you know, regular armadas based on the fact that we got that research. I like that it eliminates certain officers and makes it more ver uh, variable in what you're looking for. So it's not always the same crew. I did enjoy the change in that fact. I know Bubba mentioned uh, a, a counter-argument to that, but I specifically liked how the research affected uh, the Borg Armadas. Yeah. Um, I do not know the percentage of Rev's uh, survey takers that were that were 53-plus. I do not have that data, so I, I can't answer that. Um, but... Regardless, like it, there is a pretty clear break there at G3 versus G4, Trader. Uh, coming into the chat, Blue Mandalorian says, I give the arc a B. Pretty good content, but I'm knocking off a letter grade for the excessive bottlenecking with the command center uh, with regards to Fleet Commander. I agree. Uh, would it be shocking for you, community, to know that Blue Mandalorian gave the arc a higher grade than I intend to? 
and you guys say I'm the shill, okay? Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Blue gave it a higher grade than I plan on it. Um, let's see. Nowhere Man says, I'm giving it a C-. minus. Uh, poor event design this month. Crossover Four crossover leaderboards are four too many. Uh, but I didn't mind the new features except for the sacrifice and faction credits needed to engage in the new loop and kind of the confusion of sorting out all of the fleet commander currencies. I agree. There was a lot of that. Uh, Killer Ab says, I'm at Ops 49. Give the Ark a solid B. Holding up my theory there, trader. Demon giving it a B. Uh, Paco giving it a B. And we are officially renaming Blue Mandalorian to Blue Shilladorian. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> Captain Bob says, Borg Solos did pretty, pretty okay. I'm giving it a C. Uh, Sanzo says C with an asterisk if they can live up to their promise to address the grind. If they break that promise, they give it them a flop. Ops 44, I'm giving it an F. Um, You know, Sanzo, as an Ops 49, I feel like they did. I don't think it's good enough yet, but obviously it's faster than what it was. There is zero way that it's not faster than what it was. I'm not yet satisfied with how much more fast it can be. I want it to be faster, but, I mean, there's no way that it didn't get faster. Right, Trader? I mean, that's a mathematical fact, right? Hmm. Trader doesn't. Sure. She didn't do any. Looser. Exactly. Looser giving it a B-. minus. Bruce Banner giving it a B. Lord ASP at Ops 49 giving it a B-. minus. Steph at Ops 49 giving it a B. Cruzito, uh, Cruzito at Ops 46, Trader, giving it an A-. minus. Berserker. Still think those directives need to be cheaper. Agreed. Yep, I agree with that. Like Guys, 15, this is what I'm telling you. Like, you can say that Rev's survey was a little bit skewed, but you guys are doing it too. Trader, the grades on this thing are pretty solid. Yeah. Trader, I, I'm afraid to even ask you, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm well, scared. I have lots of lots of salt over this arc, and it's everybody's here here has heard me talk about it. I don't care about the officers. I don't care about the armadas. I don't care about any of it. So, I decided that I'm going to give it a grade of incomplete because it's just like my battle pass was this month. <laughs> there you go. I felt like that was an important thing for you to, to reemphasize there, wasn't it? Captain Mark. Yes. Captain Mark, yes, let me sir. come to you. Final grades. What do you got? Um... Going in with a, a D minus. Ooh. Um, What's your ops level I, though? What's your ops level? I, I I just hit 56 today. See, trader, I'm telling you, man, there is a clear and defined break here. I want to know what mm -hmm. Wardod's yep. grade is and IJ's grade. Somebody, uh, I, I, I'm sure it's in there, I've but had I, I want enough conversations about Wardod to have a guess as to what his grade is about this arc. You want to guess? Oh. Do you have to bleep it? Do you need to do you need a beep button? <laughs> now see, K9 Tooth is an op sixty, and says he still gives the arc a B plus. That is very surprising to me. It's you K9 Tooth, you can just go away. <laughs> Aye, his grade is his own. His grade is his own. Look here, Maximum Hunter dude, ops fifty six, giving it a C. All right. Eh, not too bad. And I, One I, thing we I can bump. note is uh, we didn't have to say in lieu of any bugs, my grade is. 
So there's War, <laughs> Warnot says that as an Ops 14, he gives it an A++. A++ plus plus at Ops 14. Thank you, buddy. Putz, uh, let's get your Server 45, Ops 39. Let me get your final grade, pal. So, um, I, I can't grade this with just one grade. I really can't. You have to split the commander separately, that mechanic separately from the board stuff. Split it that way. I think if Greg his survey to ask on the feature on both of them in separate questions, I think you would have gotten a completely divergent answer. Uh, I think, I think in general, most people is anybody uh, the, the, putz i'm sorry man I, yeah yeah putz, yeah, sorry, putz. It, we're gonna have to have you repeat the entire thing once you upgrade your cell phone <laughs> he's splitting his grading into two components one i, I, I gathered and one that the... and one was good and one was bad right like I, i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess that he was going with you know borg are okay and fleet commanders are bad i don't know maybe it was the other way around i, I couldn't tell but he was routing his cell phone signal uh from saturn so, yeah, obviously. He was getting going, a hot spot going from one of Russia, students uh, in the class. Atmospheric uh, interference there. <laughs> Oliver DJs, what, what grade did you want to give? Oliver says he's giving it a 13, Trader. Oh, that's a that's a total fail. Is that, uh, is that a 13%? Hey, like a 13 out 13% of 100? 13% is a fail. What, 13 out of is what? How many points? It's an unlucky number? <laughs> 13 out of 13? Get out of here with that business. Go on. Get out of here. See, he's just he's just like me, Trader. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. A-plus is for everybody. <laughs> Basically, it wasn't for dogs. No, this was not a dog arc. First of all, I don't no. like dogs. Okay? No, we don't like dogs in this house. This arc would be insulting to dogs. Yeah, the dogs wouldn't like it. All right. Um, no. Trader, let's... Uh, Yes, Putz. I my grade up because I like the avatar. Putz, uh, let's try it again, buddy. Okay, so you can't grade this part with one grade, and you have to. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Sorry, Putz. Yeah, I think this is like a reset. B. That's what. Just shout out the the letter grade. That's. We'll go with that. B minus. B minus, we got it, we got it, we got a great trade. Yeah, B minus from the Ops thirty nine. It was C putts. actually, I think C oh, minus. C minus. C minus. Confirm worse. in chat. I was trying. I yeah, was trying. I heard C minus. Oh, okay. Too. I was trying to bump it up there a little bit. You okay. were trying to be nice. I was. Um, F plus. I, you know what? Just because Bubba's not here, I'm going to go ahead and give mine now, Trader, and then we'll uh, we'll let you read Bubba's executive summary. Um, crazy okay. enough. So Blue Shilladorian gave it a B. All right. I, crazy enough, I am in the sweet spot, okay? I'm in the sweet spot when it comes to Borg. So I'm very complimentary. Like, I like Putz's uh, commentary as far as splitting them up. If I were splitting them up, the Borg would get a pretty high mark from me. Um, but Arian has one to read. If you Where's Arian? Arian's it's in the chat. She just. All right, Karkin, you can read that one. TCs. All right. All right. Go to it. Um, I, I like. I like most most of what we've got with this Borg sphere thing. Uh, the exos could be longer. I'm not going to necessarily knock them on that because it is an improvement. It's a much needed improvement. It's just not quite enough yet, but it's also early. Um, fleet commanders, I think overall, are going to have impact. Unfortunately, it's a very slow developing feature. 
that is unnecessarily gated by the fleet command uh, or the uh, command center building. I think that is, to me, truthfully, Trader, it's the most appalling thing of this entire arc. It's not the meta. It's not the Borg spheres. It's not having to hit Borg probes. It's the command center building. Um, so for all of those reasons, I uh, even though I am in the sweet spot, it's been very rewarding for me. I was prepared to give the arc a grade of B- minus today. So, yeah, Blue blue uh, still gave it a higher grade than me. But knowing that I'm in the ops level range of, of the sweet spot of this feature trader, I was still prepared to give it a B- minus because I think the command center is a massive, massive miss this month. And uh, so that's, yeah, Archer A, it's a huge thing. You're going to be bottlenecked for months. Same here. It is... It is, uh, it's tough. Divine agreeing, saying Command Center is the biggest fail. Rest of the month was pretty uh, okay-ish, giving it a solid C. Um, so, yeah, Harry saying the same thing. Command Center progression, super bad. Uh, I, I think that was the big problem for me this month, was just how they incorporated Command Center. I think it was a, a huge, huge miss. Um, so, that being said, I'm giving it a B-. Trader, uh, Karkin, you got Arians ready? Yep. All right, go, All right. go with that. Ops 44, $20 battle pass only. Okay. I enjoyed the month. I was challenged with the solo modas just to the right amount. I hadn't done board grinding prior to this arc for a while just because of the time constraints. It didn't bother me at all to come back to do them. I was really happy with the loop of probes, directives, loot chests, etc. The fleet commanders and buildings I liked a lot. I enjoy having a puzzle to solve. It was engaging enough for me. The skills will be valuable for me. The only complaint for the month was the meta events being random places. I still completed it 100%, though, so that was just a minor thing to me. To me, especially. I like the Officer Shard availability. I have 70 of 120 of Hugh, and I unlocked Galinar. There were minimal technical issues, nothing that I remember impeding me from completing things. I completed every single event. My personal grade for this arc is A. I, will, I fully comprehend my view will be very different from any other people's, thus reflecting my own personal experience with the engagement of the arc. Okay. Thank you, Arian. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's actually pretty good. I'm surprised. You know, I, I'm not surprised, Trader, because she has said multiple times this month, like, she's having fun with it. When, you know, she was talking about crews for the spheres, and we've been talking about, uh, you know, the fleet commander stuff, and she has been interested in the puzzle. Uh, when we've been complaining about this, that, or the other, she's like, you yeah, know, I'm I'm pretty good with this. <laughs> so she's been yep. very positive I'm, about it. Uh, it's she's interesting. right in the sweet spot for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Trader, you've got Bubba's. <sighs> I do have Bubba's. Oh boy. Which I which since he's gone, I will leave with my own commentary. Read with my own commentary. Oh please do. Oh. Yes. His, his great. Hold on, I've got I've got special music for Bubba Joe's here. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> All right, uh, Bubba Joe's final grade, everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't even that music. The grade is a C plus. Wait, what? Only fixed it. Wait, what? Finally fixed it. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> grade fresh. is a C plus. Finally fixed event for fifty plus. No, they didn't. So doing events felt useful as opposed to pointless. Not at all. But the feature is just terrible for 50 plus. Correct. The scaling is just, I can't put into words how terrible it is. Correct. And no, that's not an opinion. It's fact. He's also right. But finally fixing the event gets them a passing grade in my opinion. Uh, no. And while sourcing Hugh leaves a lot to be desired. Correct. Once you have him, he is relevant at all ops levels. I beg to disagree. 
But like so many previous How can ones, you disagree? Right you don't have him. Really good events and a feature that should be thrown away and burned. I totally agree with him on that. So, do you want me to answer your question now that I'm finished reading his with color commentary? Yes. By the way, I love the commentary. It's so great. Bubba, you're wrong. So, this is you're what, wrong. This is what, Bubba, is, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. You have it wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> I almost said that as I was reading it, and I thought that would be just one step too far. So, here is here is why. At my ops level, and I explained this to someone else, at my ops level, I have unlocked all of the hostile hunting research that you can unlock in this game. I have done it all, which means that now I can grind all of my dailies on about a quarter hull on my Sanctus. If I can save a teeny tiny bit more of that hull, it just doesn't matter anymore. This officer, for me, should have come 12 months ago. Then he would have been valuable. When I was needing three Sanctus holes to do my dailies, he would have helped me. Now, too little, too late. Don't need him. That's fair. That's fair. You're an op 60, Trader. They haven't yep. even thought about what they're going to do with you next next time they go up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, no, which, is, which means they're going to do nothing for me. It's okay. We need to make you a new account. Free to play. Like you're you, listen, we're gonna make you a new account trader, and we're going to we're going to limit your spend. We're gonna limit your spend. So I'm not gonna make you do it free to play because I'm pretty sure you would you would just quit. All right, because you you, you got to do it. So we're gonna set you up a new account trader, and we're gonna set your monthly spending limit at ten thousand dollars. <laughs> All right, that's right. It, you can't spend more than $10,000 on this new account uh, every single month, and we're going to see how much you enjoy it coming back through the arcs now. Okay? None. I will <laughs> I'm obviously joking, people. I'm you. so joking. All right. <laughs> She's always wanted to play on a server with Wardod, so that's that's what we're going to do. We're just going to bring oh, you over Lord. Here. All right. Uh, yeah, you have a spending limit of $10,000. do not you dare go over it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there are your final grades. All right, let's do this. All right, it's time to play Talking Trek's Battleship, where we are looking for one of three ships still floating through Space Trader, awaiting to be found and their bounties plundered. All right. Here we go. Contest pick. Congratulations out to Griffin. Congratulations to Griffin. You are a candidate. You've got a chance right now to come in and guess a coordinate off of our talking trek battleship game board. Do we have Griffin? I can't see on the stage. No, he's not on the stage. Griffin, uh, congratulations. <laughs> You've got a chance. Griffin just declined. Do you want to play in chat? Griffin, you got to play in chat then. Hopefully we find him here in a moment. What What is happening? Is he trying to... Uh, hold on. Griffin... I think he's trying to get on the stage. There we go. There we go. Griffin, welcome into the stage of Talking Trek. 
You've got an opportunity. Can, are you there? You're going to have to press the unmute button. And we're going to bring you up. There we go. We're making progress. Welcome, Griffin. How are you? Mm, so close yet so far, Trader. Yep. All right, Griffin, come into the main Talking Trek chat room. We'll play in text. I need for you to examine your game card. I need for you to look and decide what your coordinate is going to be. And please, at this time, type into the chat room what your Talking Trek coordinate will be that we're going to move into the Talking Trek War Room. This is making me sad, Trader. If he doesn't, if he doesn't uh, come and guess, I'm gonna have to draw somebody else. He's clearly here. You're clearly here, man. I'll give you just a few more seconds. I'm gonna look up the uh, the official rules. Uh, while we're while we're waiting on him to come in, Trader, let me just remind some of the players what they can actually win. Anywhere between a thousand and twenty five hundred. Uncommon parts or materials. Maybe a thousand independent credits. Maybe five officer badges. Perhaps ten G4 rare or below blueprints. Trader, that's a big one. How about 25 G3 epics? A hundred thousand active nanoprobes. Sixty ISS jellyfish blueprints or free Talking Trek merchandise. All of that is on the table right here if he would just make a guess all right he has it i can't i can't wait anymore Nick. yeah sorry i'm really sorry dude that sucks all right congratulations we're going to give Greybeard an opportunity trader can you bring Greybeard to the stage and let's see if we can uh i cannot bring anybody to the stage sorry okay hang on i end up i don't know Greybeard. i'm listening i'm listening on my phone i apologize it's all good. It's all good in the hood. This just tells me that, that I've, I've been talking too long. People aren't. They're still tuned in, but they actually passed out. They fell asleep. Graybeard's not here either. Graybeard, are you playing in chat? Wow. <laughs> There's Griffin. All right, Griffin, listen, dude, you need to not take seven years to text. All right, Griffin says, I'm guessing C6. Oliver, stop. All right, I'm going to give Griffin his guess. If Greybeard shows up, I'll just give him a guess, too. All right, here we go. I got to get into the I got to get into the war room. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, all right, let's put in the coordinate trader. All right, here we go. We're in. Griffin has guessed C6, Trader. Charlie 6. Yep. All right. Pulling up the game card. Okay, there we go. Computer, uh, Charlie 6, please. Computer. Hello, computer. Computer. Charlie 6. Charlie. Six. Target acquired. Oh. 
Charlie Six, not a hit, Trader. Charlie Six, not a hit, but hey, Griffin, that's a good guess. I like that guess. And thank you for listening and thank you for playing. And eliminating yet another grid off of our game board. Trader, did uh, did we ever hear from the other guy? No, I didn't see a uh, message from him. Daggone it. Daggummit. Graybeard. Yeah, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Talking Trek's Battleship. Your chance to hook up with some big old prizes. And all you got to do is listen and win all of the guesses. Here's the thing. You don't even have to keep up. Because, Trader, we're making it easy on you. By down in the uh, Battleship Clues Room, you can see right down there in the Battleship Clues Room, all coordinates for this round are in there. You can go in. Even if right now you have never heard any of the previous guesses, you can go down in there right now, grab the guesses, update your game card, and be fully ready to play. Right here on Talking Trek's Battleship. Thank you guys so very much. Trader, uh, that I feel has to do it for today. Let's get ready to rock it on up out of here. What was our time? We started at 2 o'clock. We're at 3 hours and 20 minutes. I am satisfied with that. I'm good with it. Starbase says people are posting in the war room. Listen, they can. They can post in the war room to enter. That's like the off-air thing. As a matter of fact, let me just point out, Trader, we've only got like 40 minutes left on the last person that got Drew in there, and they did not respond. So they need to go in there and check, because there's only like 40 minutes left, then I'm going to have to draw another one. And then tomorrow, I'm going to have to draw another one. Woo! So many winners! Wait, wait, where did... Who made? Did Greybeard make his game? Oh, Griffin did. I got you, I got you. Well, I'll try to be more clear in what I say in the future. Guys, thank you. Trader, appreciate you being here. Thank you so much, Bubba Joe. Well wishes to you and your disappearing voice. I'm very familiar and sympathetic to your plight. Karkin, Putz, Aaron, Mark, thank you guys all very much. And, of course, thank you to our special guests here today. Community managers, Echo, and Madam Vice President, Beck Likes Plants. Thank you guys so very much for being present. Thank you to our guest host today, Rev Deuce. Appreciate all of you guys. And, of course, to our live studio audience, thank you guys. Mosher, I did. I can't be obvious about it, but, I mean, I did. Okay? I mean, I didn't write a poem this time. I kind of just ripped that Band-Aid off. And, and I'm going to allow you guys to weep and console yourselves with plenty of advance notice. All right? <laughs> All right, guys, thank you. My name is Ultimate DJs. I would like to invite you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSDFC.com where you can find links to our Twitch where we will be tomorrow night. Now, Trader, we had originally planned on maybe possibly doing a Twitch stream tonight because of incursions, but now incursions have been canceled and I'm bored. So I'm going to go hang out with my fam tonight. All right, tomorrow night we'll be back on Twitch as regularly scheduled to finish our promotion for Marvel Snap. You guys are doing great on that. As a matter of fact, thank you so very much. If you have not, if you don't know what we're talking about, you have a chance to win $100. All right, all you need to do is go over to our Twitch site and watch that last video trader, and it's going to tell you how you can get registered. If you go into the contest rules room, you will find the Google Form link where you can enter the contest to win a $100 pack. Right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command, we are giving away, Trader, 
$1,500, and it's happening in less than two weeks. Visit our website, and you can find out how to do that. Also on the website, you will find a list of players who have contributed financially to the success and ongoing support of this show. Thank you guys so very much. I'd like to say thank you now to Lord Neelix, Lady Cass, Trader Tucker, Morstock, Hostels, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, Delisle, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, Auto Obsession, It's Hunter, Degore, Ransusi, Katana, Hank, Ape, DJ Gurr, MC101, Late Nighter, Lightbull, Louie P. Uh-oh, I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button, Oliver. Why? No. There we go. Whew. I got it. Louis P. Zalbinar Zinfried. Uh, Scopely, please answer your customer support tickets. That'd be awesome. Stormbringer, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Darkside, Luke. Grog Thorn, Archangel Smoke, Mohawk, DJs is a case of Dia, man. Jetski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack, Archer, Yusuke, Arian, the Professor. DJs does not love assaults for the love of God. Change your name. And Hani, Steve, Raxnar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, Rippers, God, Chronic Break. Um, this fella. Jesus Christ, Wet Willie, Joe K92, Darth Adamus, or Taylor Crazy Bunch, General Chaos, Warren A. Fox, Judge Grant, G Force, The Minkus, Captain Q, Plain Simple, Garrett Game Jr., Abba, and Water, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hog, Loser Kendall, DJ's Games Are Rigged. It's rude, Trader. Hi, Jake. Yeah, it is rude. Change it. Tacking, 7 of 9, Jack, and Never Go Full Tilly, Blue Shilladorian, <laughs> Noxus Exhibitor, Furbax, Dr. Link. Clueless one, Schizoido, likes Bath, Welch, Kievo, Fighting Texas, Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Ensign, Shilvia, Shilly, The Web, Balabomb, Fart Monster, Max, Kingo, 101, V Chesty, Nom Nom, Garf, One, Medic, 213, Dark Knight, Hypnofly, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Lost In, and Buddy. Uh, and also, thank you to our uh, thank you to our Discord Nitro Boosters, and Honey, Bad Boy, Brat, Captain Mark, D-Law, Arian, Matt Dog, Orion, Paximus, Ripper, Shady Pines, Tactical Mosquito, and The Wicked Witch. Thank you guys so very much. Trader, we got nothing else to do. Are you, yeah. are you going to enjoy your night off? I think we should. I am. I think we should not do Twitch I, tonight, right? I agree. I agree. I, I intend to, uh, that I intend to read tonight. You're going to read? What are you going to do tonight, Oliver? Nobody can hear you when you talk into your, into your shoulder like that. Talk into the mic. What do you want to do? You wanted to take a guess in Battleship? <laughs> that might be fun. You want to let him take a guess? I could be convinced he, to let him take a guess. He could take Raybeard's choice. Uh, chance. <laughs> Do you want to play? We really got to go. I tell you what. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Why can't I hit that button? I can't hit that button. Here, you want to do it? All right. We're gonna we're gonna let him we're gonna let Oliver take a guess. Just one, just one, real quick, and then we get and then we got us to go. You ready? Okay, here we go. Whoa! Hang on, hang on. All right, Trader Oliver's in the war room. Do you want to listen okay. to this? You want to hear this? Where's my? You want to put your headphones on? All right, hang on. Oh my gosh. Nah, you know what? I don't want to get all this stuff out. There's all this stuff. I can't. All right, I'm missing something here. Where's where's your headphones? All right, I'll have to find it later. Here, I'm just going to put your headphones on you, okay? Here. All right. Now, here's the deal. Do you know how to play Battleship? He can't even hear now, Trader, because the headphones are on. All right, here. Do you Aww. know how to play Battleship? All right, guess a letter. A through J. J4? Okay, hold on. Trader, I can't hear you, but I'm also not letting him look at the card either. 
All right, J4. This is a legitimate guess, everybody. All right, so if he, if he hits it, he hits it. If it's a miss, it's a real miss. J4. Computer, can you enter coordinate J4, please? Juliet. Four. Target acquired. a very good guess and uh, guys you can update uh, you can update your card uh, trader you can tag that one I guess with Oliver DJ's account I did. I <laughs> there you go alright yeah that's a shame I would have loved for him to have gotten a hit right there that would have been awesome that would have been great but alas alas it was not there alright you guys can update the card guys thank you so very much my name is Ultimate DJ's I am your friendly neighborhood cat Borg feline of nine thanking all of you for listening to talking trek a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere you've been listening to star trek fleet commands official podcast we are talking trek have a great night everybody goodbye <laughs>